Welcome back to Hotfix Chat, where we'll give you all the hottest chat in hotfixes this side of the universe. Joined today by absolutely no one, because they've all both broken their microphones out of frustration. <laughs> the Hunter no one responds from yeah. life. And Night Demon, the child wrangling, British speaking, fact reading Titan himself. Or not. Uh, uh... How's it going? Um, ah, the shrieking of the children. Everything is good. Shrieking of children? What? I hear some shrieking of children. It's not in my house. How the... F you can't hear me who sits in front of the mic, but you can hear my son four rooms away through three closed doors. Well, I mean, clearly you need to be four rooms away through at least two closed doors and have the optimal <sighs> sound set up for your microphone. Something, something, sound waves. Yeah, whatever. Dynamic microphone, my... Anyway, um... It's very dynamic. Sometimes it picks you up. Sometimes it picks your son up. Sometimes it picks neither of you up. Sometimes you get both. It's dynamic. <sighs> I wonder what Night Demon is, in fact, doing. He invited Craig, but yet he has not come to join. I think he's just like, Craig's here. I'm out this week. He's gone back to bed. Uh, no. If I have to be awake, so does he. Actually, I thought we were recording at 8 o'clock this morning for some strange reason. And I had a dream that we were actually recording at 5.30 in the morning, and I showed up at 5 o'clock, and you had um, Arf doing my part. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, there's a part of me that appreciates you have stress dreams about this podcast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Oh, goodness. So I finished my breakfast minutes ago. Excellent. excellent. How did you finish your breakfast minutes ago when you were already on like eight o'clock this morning? Did you not have breakfast at eight o'clock this morning? I was not on at eight o'clock this morning. Okay. I said you just I thought, thought that we, we had, had to okay. record at eight o'clock this morning. Then I went back and looked at the chat and realized, oh, I can go back to sleep. That's why and I clarified I 10. I thought, you know, he's not going to have read either or and then double check. So I thought I'll just, we're going to confirm 10 o'clock. Yeah. And actually, I, I haven't even looked at my band most of the week this week because I've been very busy doing other things. I was just watching the um, the trailer, right? And obviously, I knew that they had female fallen, right? But in the video, it showed what a female fallen looks like. And I was really trying to decide, is this the first time I've ever seen a female fallen? Hello there. How are you tonight, my darling mistress of the dark? You know? <clears throat> and I think it is. I think it is because her legs were like slender and her arms were slender as opposed to the other kills we've had to fight and kill, which were, you know, big, 
honking masses, unless you want to count the Siva one, right? I don't really count her because she was half robot, you know? So Fair enough. Yeah. So we have some really cool things to talk about this week, don't we? We do indeed. That's a pretty cool video that's on the TWAB this week. I like it. I just want to check. Have you watched the TWAB this week? Respawn. Um, not all of it. No. Good. Okay. Then we can get your hot takes from this this week, can't we? Oh, okay. Because Parody and I have made bets in our in our little chat of what you're going to say. And we're just going to giggle oh, away oh, when oh, you oh. say it. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a fair game. All right. If we were prepared, we would have come in early and uh-huh. said, right, we think that he's going to say this. But then, I mean, editing, you could, I could always do that later and pretend. But. I mean, absolutely. I mean, if, if, if it makes people laugh, go ahead and do that. I'm all about that. You can just cut out this bit that we're talking about you doing that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think if anybody has listened to us for long enough, they will know exactly what you will say about each different thing before you even say it. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying you're predictable. <laughs> no, no. But you're no, extremely I'm... predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Just Nothing. about the things that make me angry, that's all. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's the things we're talking about. Yeah. We're not saying we can replace you with like a couple lines of a shell script, but <laughs> possibly. Look, the only thing you know is it will make me angry. What I do in my state of anger is what's unpredictable. Okay. Good, good. Fair enough. Okay. Well, so this week, Craig is working. It, well, it looks like Craig's working, so I'm quite happy about that. So, your less than exasperated British host, Night Demon, hello, because Craig is working this week and we're getting what looks to be a good recording. Your Titan with all the facts but no gameplay, parody. Accurate. And the Marmite of our merry band. You either love him or you loathe him. <laughs> the Hunter Master Ace himself. Respawn. What up? I mean, why I got to be Marmite? I mean, I prefer the Vegemite. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Start a battle in the chat. Let's go. <laughs> so what do you guys want to talk about first? Should we talk about what's happening next week in Destiny? Or do you want to talk about what Bungie did at the beginning of the week with cheaters? I don't know about these cheaters. So let's start with that. I... You know what's funny? You said that was the beginning of this week, like this this set of seven days, the standard, you know, understood concept of week. I thought that was like two or three weeks ago when you just said that. I was like, didn't we? It wasn't that like a month ago. Didn't that happen? <laughs> I have no, I have no sense of time anymore. It's gone. It's all gone. I mean, time in Bungie Land goes really quickly. It time in Corona Land fi- goes by really slowly. We, we finish the podcast, and literally, <laughs> then there's a ton more stuff that actually comes out, and we're like, oh, okay, so we've got to cover that next week. Yeah, I mean today is Saturday, March two hundred thirty seventh, twenty twenty. So I don't know, I don't know what weeks are anymore. Two hundred thirty seventh. Ah, I'm banging things. I'm sorry. Yes, that's, that's COVID standard time. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So apparently there there was a prevalent website that was selling cheats for PC, and apparently you had to subscribe to this website and no. paying like three hundred dollars a year to subscribe and buy cheats 
to actually win at the game. And there were several, I've seen a, a couple of like YouTube videos on it that people were taking the mickey out of these guys that were now moaning, saying that they were getting better at playing Destiny using the cheats. <laughs> which doesn't quite make sense. <laughs> the cheats made me good. Well, so would just practice, I guess, too, without the cheats. But yeah. yeah. As someone that used to practice in PvP, I can definitively say that no. No, practicing does not make you good. No. <laughs> Is that Gotta what they teach you in the Marines? <laughs> they don't teach you anything in the Marines. You just do it. <laughs> Actually, you just do it. That's, that's all there is to it. Well, you yeah, just you do it. it. I suppose yeah. if you're bad, you get shot and you die. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. They, you, they, they you can you become a bullet sponge. Or, you know, in some instances, if you're really bad, there may or may not be an instance of friendly fire. But that's neither here nor there. Moving on. So, um, yeah. So there were some cheaters. They got upset. They they took to their forums and they moaned the fact that they they've got upset that Bungie have put a cease and desist on a website who have then replied with a a chipper little reply saying that they don't agree with it, but they're going to agree with Bungie and just kind of stop doing what they're doing for the moment anyway. Yeah, that, the, yeah, that, was, that was quite interesting to see. Yeah, there's probably three more. You know, exactly identical websites that are out there that they've just moved to and now it's back again but yeah yeah so i guess perfect aim is this product that was taken down because i've seen yeah i I remember seeing now now that you've reminded me it was in fact this week (laughs) yeah yeah no longer yeah perfect aim is no longer available windows cheat that yeah it gave you um i'm going to assume perfect aim and i'm sure among other things you are very astute sir very astute I am. I'm here to provide all the facts and none of the gameplay. Now, one of the things that I've thought about, I'll be honest with you, I've thought about, especially when it came to trials every now and again, right? There was this thing out. I I thought it was called Perfect Aim 2. I could be wrong. It just sounded familiar when you said that. But it was this thing you could put on your screen. It was just the tiniest little clear red dot. And you put it right where your target's reticule is, right? And that way, if you had a sniper, you had a shotgun, whatever you knew where you were going to shoot without having to sight in first, and it kind of helped you understand where your reticule was whenever it wasn't actually there in game, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that would be interesting, but, you know, when, the one time that I looked it up, it was like 30 bucks for this little clear red dot. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> $30 for a clear sticker? No, I'm good. Seriously, but, you, um, you could just put a little sticker on your TV screen or on your monitor. Yeah. yeah. Where the, the scope notes. But it's not clear. You know, that's the thing. It wouldn't be clear. It would actually take up real estate. And, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of adhesive is on the back of a sticker that you put on a screen, right? What I'm if sure you put you it on there and then you have, like, dot that would be small enough to go on the TV that would mm-hmm. peel off pretty easily and still give you the visibility of hitting. I mean, Point that was one of the is... first things that I, I think I saw <laughs> in one of these YouTube videos saying, you know, if you want to kind of get good aim, then you can do this. This is quite a simple way of knowing where the center of your screen is for if you're going to do quick snipes Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you could do that but i mean i don't know obviously i didn't do anything since we're having this conversation it's just that when you said perfect aim it reminded me of that instance and i was just like you know i wonder i wonder how much that actually helped just to have that little dot you know in in lieu of like a highly sophisticated 300 dollars a year cheat engine (laughs) yeah i mean really it's just you know, you know, knowing knowing where you're going to shoot, yeah, like you said before you before you ADS, or even if you're not going to ADS, knowing you can pull the trigger and knowing where that bullet 
you know, more or less is going to go, it's got to be helpful to a point at least. Especially sure. if you're playing something, you know, Twitch competitive where you can bring your sniper rifle around and go, eh, okay, my, you know, barrel's close enough to where that dot is. Let's just fire and hope for the best and let aim assist take its, you know, do its thing. Right. I mean, that's... But aim assist is wildly untrustworthy too, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's I mean, that. In, in, yeah, when the bullets are RNG, all bets are off. Yeah. Which, I mean, some. Do what you got to do. Playing on PC now, playing on PC as often as I do, I didn't mean to interrupt, um, but playing on PC as often as I do, you know, with a lot less aim assist, sometimes it feels better. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes you controlling where the round goes instead of the round deciding where the round's going to go is good, especially when enemies are walking in front of each other. And like on, on Xbox, sometimes your, 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 your reticule will drag with one of these people that you weren't originally shooting at that just happened to pass mm-hmm. in front of you, you know? So, I mean, on PC, that's not really a thing anymore unless you plug in a controller. And even if you do, it's not as severe, right? So, I mean, aim assist, I, I could go either way with it. It's It's got its goods and its bads, but um, I'm, I'm kind of liking without it now. But in saying that, if I go into PvP, I am absolutely plugging in a controller. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's not jade everything here, right? I'm absolutely (laughs) putting in a controller because I tried to play PvP with our online buddies that dragged me into it with mouse and keyboard, and I didn't do terribly. But let's just say I went significantly better when I plugged in the controller, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, and that's part of it that, you know, the aim assist is, you know, both, you know, like the bullet magnetism that you get and also that reticle stickiness, which I remember from um episode something something in the past when i think fallout but did his like real in-depth breakdown of basically how aiming works and how all this stuff works in the game yeah i remember i remember you know on the on the controller or on the console you got a lot more like that radical stickiness and bullet magnetism because again you're on a controller you're not on a mouse and keyboard you can't be as precise and i think you get more i think you get the bullet magnetism more on the pc or you know as much on the pc recoil as well isn't there yeah and then i think but i think you get less radical stickiness because again you can be much more precise on the pc with a mouse than you can with a controller but but yeah no i i absolutely agree well some people can be precise i'd be all over the place i'd be like <laughs> it'd be worse than having 10 sensitivity i'd be all like all over the place i wouldn't hit anything and, and it's true no you're absolutely right at first but you do get used to it. Like now, no, whenever no, I play no, PvP, at first, all the time, <laughs> it won't be like I've, that all the time. I've you won't get used from, to it. I promise you. When I yeah, used a personal computer, it was a Commodore sixty-four, and I had a joystick plugged into it. I've never used a keyboard. That's it. I'm not going to keyboard. That's why I have a console. See, I know somebody my limitations, up, up and I don't push it because I know I'd just be rubbish. I've seen somebody use a joystick on on Destiny before, right? They 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 commingled the software for the joystick, and I'm talking like Aviator joystick, right? Not not the Atari one, the one with all the buttons and switches and everything, right? They hooked that up and just used WASD for for their movement and the joystick for everything else, all their buttons, all their reticule, everything was on this joystick, yeah. and I was like, that My looks Commodore really hard. Really I cool. had six buttons that I could push on it. They all did different things. I can't tell you if that'd help now. Because I don't think it would run on a Commodore 64. <laughs> uh, well, so, just get a PC and try it, man. That's all you yeah. can do, right? Is just try uh, it out. No. If if the internet has taught me anything, you just you, you you want a rock band controller or a rock band drum set, and you use that to play your Destiny. And really, I think that's the best way to do it. Get your accuracy up. I've seen the guitar. Are you saying they actually use drums to play Destiny? 
Uh, I, th- I I think back in and possibly since then, but I think back in the D one times, Glad I think played either all of Crota or just the, you know the Crota boss fight with a rock band drum set. Wow, legend! Back when he was doing all of his let's you know what's the most absurd way we can beat Crota up to and including blindfolded. <laughs> I'm pretty sure rock band drums was one of that because I remember watching clips of him. Yeah. Try- yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Anyway, getting back to the cheaters, I just wanted to kind of highlight that because yeah, that's where we started. There was a right. lot. I mean, there's a lot of people in the community. I mean, I think Respawn's mentioned it a couple of times with cheaters on PC and things, and people are saying, "What are Bungie doing about it?" And this is one of the ways that Bungie are trying to explain: we can't tell you what we're doing behind the scenes until we've done it, because if people know it's coming, then they'll kind of do preventative measures. Yeah. yeah. So they're only going to be able to tell us once they've actually been able to implement something. So, And I wouldn't even want them to tell us then because, no. I mean, let's say, you know, you're seeing, you're a cheater, right? All of a sudden you got banned, right? You don't know how you got banned. You don't know how they know that you cheated, but you're banned, right? If Bungie comes out and says, oh, we banned people because we detected X, Y, and Z, he goes, oh, well, I can just, you know, start a new character and avoid doing X, Y, and Z, and that way I can still cheat without getting banned, right? So even right. even or, if after they've implemented this, I would still be like, eh, you might want to keep that close to the chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And we are yeah. the kind yeah. of yeah. podcast that does condone cheeses and glitches and things like that, but not cheating. Right, yeah. If it's something in the game, and I think Bungie has said the same thing, you know, if it's in the game and you take advantage of it, that's on them. We're not now, cheating in right? Destiny anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then right, cheating right. in the game we talk about. I mean, if you want to bring your ridiculously overpowered uh, trace rifle into trials that weekend, that's your right to do. If if you want to get fifty seven thousand, you know, twenty one percent delirium from the drifter because you can, that's your right. That's right. Uh, you found it. You can do it. It's their fault for letting it happen. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And they've been good about not you know not going after people for cheese. Otherwise, Cheese Forever would be out of business. You know, right. yeah, it's in the game. It's in the game. But yeah, if you're using a third-party piece of software to break how the game works to your benefit, that's cheating. That's not okay, and you're ruining it for everybody else. Especially right. if you're being into PvP. Especially if you're, if you're, you know, negatively affecting other players. Because I know people say, "Oh, well, if you're using PVE and you're not really hurting anyone, yeah, yeah, but you're still, you're still cheating." I don't care what you're using it for. Yeah, that's fair. So now that's out of the way, we can move on to next week in Destiny. So it is your final week for Festival of the Lost. So if you need to get your ghost, your ship, your sparrow, yes. next week is the last week to do it parody. All, all, all of the above. I have none of those things. Right. <laughs> you, you can do it in a week. It's pretty quick now with the Cypher Decoders dropping you know, quite prevalently. And once you've hit 25 in your inventory, they do go to Postmaster as well. So you can just keep playing the game over and over again stack them up to like 25 in your collections and then 25 in your postmaster and then go to town and you don't even need to bother actually doing the haunted forest you could if you wanted to go and do like the firewall version just move your character i think you have to do one branch move your character around just leave them at the start wait till the time runs out and then you can go to the chest collect the five chests and the last chest and repeat and rinse so you could go off and do you're washing, you could watch something on Netflix, you could do whatever you wanted to do in that time frame. So it's something you could do in the background once you've got your ciphers and a little bit of time to kind of 
do this yeah. as well on the side. That, that's when you spend your time going through your vault going, okay, 1060 guns, which of you am I really not going to need or care about going forward? All right, say, I don't know, gambit wet armor that you had delusions that you were going to finish before the end of the season that now you definitely have no time to do. You can delete those now. They're gone. You don't need them. <laughs> so it's a perfect time to be sorted through your vault to make room for all the new stuff you're going to be getting covered in ice in what, two weeks two weeks from now? Three weeks from now? Yes, yes. How many weeks we have left in the season? It's not, it's not many. Right? Yeah, it's, it's literally two weeks, yeah. So for next week, we have Triple Valor returning all week long with Clash and Showdown. And the season ends soon. So finish your trance when you can. So Parody, could you just reiterate to us what Showdown is? Because it is one of the trance I need to get next week. And I did <gasps> see that I need to get 25 wins in it. Ah! Well, then, my friend, you just want to come, go in there guns ablaze because Showdown is all about getting as many kills as possible. The first team to win three rounds wins the game. Now, I did see in the Triumph that you have to do revive. So is it a bit like elimination? Once you die, you can revive your teammates. Have I thrown you a curve? I believe so. I, I pulled these <laughs> months ago, and I honestly don't remember which version is which. But, I yeah, if you need revives, then, yes, it is the yeah, you go in and you have, I think, X number of lives. Let's go. Let's go look here for a second, see if I can find it. It sounded like he was shuffling a bunch of papers and throwing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no papers. Did I throw you a curveball? No, Flip's desk. Fine. Fine. <laughs> it's actually kind of like maddeningly difficult to find actual explanations of half of these game modes because apparently. Just no one cares. No one plays them. No one has written about them anywhere. I'm sure there's 57 YouTube videos, but that is text. That doesn't help me. The one mm. thing that I've kind of taken away from this is when the game modes come up, do the game modes and just get the game modes out of the way. Or if you are going for triumphs and triumph score, just get it done when it's there at the time rather than panic and wait for the last couple of weeks and then realize that you need to play over 50 games in one game mode to complete a trial <laughs> worth 50 gamer score all right so let's try this one again so in showdown you have two teams of four that are trying to see which team can get the most kills in a time round there are five rounds in total and if one team wins three of those five rounds they win the whole shebang however if you end up you know tied two and two the fifth round becomes a sudden death elimination where each player gets one life so yes, it's a 4v4, there are revives, and it's basically you're you're shooting each other for kills and lives. So once you're out of lives, you're dead, you can't go and revive your teammates. So uh, yeah, find some friends, stick near them, and throw up some walls and bubbles and revive them. And hopefully you'll win. <laughs> so the triumph for this is win 25 games, you have to defeat 100 opponents, you have to get 25 revives, and you have to get 15 final showdowns. So you have to get to that last round of a 2v2. So that's going to be a bit tough. It's worth 50 gamer score or triumphs, sorry, triumph score. So if you are going for it next week, will probably be your last week unless they go, here's all the game modes all at once on a rotation or here's all the game modes. So next week will be my final week to actually get that done. It is one of the ones that is definitely going into the content vault. And as we speak on braytech.org, it says we have 18 days. So that's 18 days from today, about 15 days by the time you hear this. These seasons, they you know, even this one that was you know much longer than when it was originally scheduled to be, it stinks, it stinks up on you. 
I felt like we had like a month and a half left, and now it's like, oh no, no, the time is short. All those things I blithely thought, oh, I've got time to do this. I can absolutely knock this out. Mm -mm, not going to happen. Not going to do it. The problem is you need to turn the Xbox on and play the game to <laughs> get those things done. That, whoa, that whoa, 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 whoa. Think about I it. didn't sign up for this nonsense. What do you mean I have to turn it on to play the game? Hold no, on. You know, that is, I, I have found that is easier. Yeah, not not working long nights every night and coming home and eating dinner and going right to bed. That I feel like that you're, you're on to something. Maybe I'll try that next week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So let's dive into this week at Bungie for the 22nd of October, 2020. Oh. So this week, they kicked off things with a Beyond Light story trailer. So Bungie say that Eremis is on the warpath and Varix warns of catastrophe. The exo-stranger has been waiting for you. For a few extra details can be found on the Beyond Light story page if you are interested. So jump in if you'd like to know more. And soon you'll be exploring Europa in search of all the answers, whether you'll be a lone wolf or part of a fire team. We'll leave that path for you to walk. Path walking. Awkward silences. So now we get to the the biggest part of the twelve this week, which we'll put a caveat here now that this could take some time. There could be a few respawn rants. Um, as we know, we're waiting for his his hot takes on this. So anything could happen in the next six hours of this podcast. Get your breakfast, <laughs> refill your beverage, sit back, put your feet up, and relax. Or if you're listening to this at work, go to a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> and the volume down. Do not operate any heavy machinery at this time. No, no, I disagree with that. Absolutely operate heavy <laughs> machinery at this time. Did you want to take this one, Parody? Sure. So yeah, this is our this is our 110 meets 120 section where they're talking about tuning of weapons because it's a new season. And weapons will get tuned. The fun game to play is which weapons do we think are going to get tuned? Which <laughs> weapons are you super ticked off by and you know feel like you're seeing all over the place? And we get to see if Bungie agrees. So uh, we're, we're going to pass the the virtual microphone over to the dev team for some juicy details. You know we're going to talk about some weapon changes and weapon families. For those who don't have much knowledge of our sandbox, you know each weapon has a specific frame that is tied to associated rate of fires. So hint, that's where we're going with this. We've included both of these for a bit of clarity, as many of the players default to rate of fire when talking about various weapons. As an example, aggressive hand cannons currently have a rate of fire of 110 rounds per minute. So for hand cannons, is first up. Uh, what 110 hand cannons are out there at the moment? Can you name any off the top of your head so people have got a bit of reference? The Duke? You, you know I can't. <laughs> well, no, I was hoping Respawn would jump in here and, and say a I few did. things. Did you not hear me? I did. I heard you just say one. Yeah. I thought you might know some others. Well, that's really the only one worth of note because the Duke, for a long time, people were arguing that it was better than the than the spare rations because the spare rations, you need three headshots, but the Duke, you only needed a headshot and a body shot, if I'm not mistaken, and um, that would kill an opponent. But it was really slow firing. So yeah. that's the only one that sticks out to my head. But give me a second. I'm pulling them up now. So you've got the Duke mk44 yeah you've got the true prophecy which is dropping at the moment from random packages which we highlighted i believe it was last week there was a couple of there was a video that gave you a couple of possibilities on god rolls isn't criminal's dagger one of them too yes okay I do do believe it is that's from Iron banner 
believe no DFA is 140. Disregard exotics. You have so lullaby is another one. You have the Sturm, which is a 110. So that will be changing. Warden's Law is a 110. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Just think of every hand cannon in the game and you think this is really, really slow. That's that's the one. <laughs> really big and really slow. Yeah. No, the the 110s also tend to be awkwardly large. The thin line is another 110. So these are the ones that you kind of compare with a sniper. So when you get one shot after a sniper, you're like, you know, you get body shot with the sniper. You think you're going to run away and they've run out of sniper bullets, but no, they've got a 110 hand cannon that can just go. Or even just if you've taken some chip damage from something else, somebody walks around a corner. You so. did say the exotic one, right? I'd said the Sturm, yes. No, the other exotic one too, the the one that uses special ammo. One shot sets you on used to set you on fire when you used it. Gosh. One shot. No. <laughs> oh, the uh, Ariana's Val. I'm sorry. Yes. That's the one. Yeah. Pretty sure that's the one ten as well. Yeah, well, sniper let's, just, let's just check before we, we tell people the facts that are wrong facts. Okay. No, the Ariana's Vow is a 90. Ah, it's even less. Yeah, Oof. Ariana's Vow is a 90 rounds per minute. So even slower. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew it was slow, but I didn't know it was that slow. Jim, well, I, mean, I mean, to be fair, like you said, it sets people on fire and it's a sniper rifle. So it seems it's like a sniper it. pistol. Yeah. <laughs> sniper cannon. So these are your hand cannons for reference. Sorry, parody. Continue. And now, so so which of those? Well, again, if we were a professional show, like say Massive Breakdowns, we would tell you what all of these things are. Um, but what we will tell you is the aggressive hand cannons. The rate of fire is going from one ten to one twenty, and they've broke out the aggressive hand cannons, allowing custom tuning of stats. For example, the damage fall off for a hundred range is now in the subfamily now starts at thirty two meters. I don't know what it was before, but now it's different. So basically, they're continuing their trend down of you know, not just tuning you know, all hand cannons or all aggressive hand cannons. Now they can tune things within, say, like the class of you know, aggressive hand cannons. So basically, just more tuning where if one gun in Beyond Light becomes absolutely ridiculously overpowered, they can say, we're going to tweak this gun and not say, sorry, hand cannons, or sorry, aggressive hand cannons. You all got a, a big blanket nerf. So I can tell you based on listening to the Massive Breakdown podcast this week, that the range is based on hip fire range. So when you ADS, you will get more range from it. Uh, they did come out on, I think it was Twitter or somewhere. Again, Massive Breakdowns, shout out to them. They pulled it and reiterated that the damage fall off for the 100 range, is where it says now starts at 32 meters, that is based on the hip fire range number. So if you've got range finder or if, you, if you're zooming in, you will you'll get more range. Don't know what it is at the moment, but you'll get more range. They also said about the hand cannons going from 110 to 120, is which is what they were at in Destiny 1. They're going back to the similar feel of that. Now, what about the damage, though? I didn't hear him say anything about damage, or did I miss it? Well, Are they, are the, they keeping the same damage, but increasing the rate of fire? The massive breakdown said that the time to kill is going from 1.07 seconds to 1 second. And that means that you could possibly two crit and one body. Uh, I think it was a, a guardian at about five resilience. Or you can one crit and two body at four resilience. But who runs? So, I don't understand who runs four resilience. I, maybe it's me as a Titan that I run 10 resilience all the time. 
I mean, I don't I know. All those, I think all those numbers are made up and don't actually matter to much of anything unless you're at zero or ten. I mean, hunters, I, I run some level of resilience, but I have 100 mobility and 100 recovery and, and like, I think, seven resilience. Yeah, I've, I, I can honestly say I often haven't found a lot of difference between those stats. Now, sometimes if I put like the concussive dampener on to where I'm taking like less, you know, if I'm standing in a pool of fire or void or whatever from enemies, I feel like that helps me a little bit more. Not take that sort of field of, you know, area of effect damage, but I don't know. Well, it's hard to notice because the difference between like six. Um, yeah, it's, six it's so small. Yeah, six and ten is, is the difference of like what one to two bullets from an auto rifle. Yeah, it's like we you have know, one extra tick of you know area of effect or one extra you know punch from a thrall or something. Yeah, it's not a huge yeah. difference, but yeah, I'm sure if if you're absolutely running Master Nightfall solo and min maxing everything out, I'm sure you notice the difference. For the majority of us, I I don't feel like there is. <laughs> uh, but to answer your question, no, they haven't said anything about damage. But you know, again, this yeah. is this is what they're telling us. There's always the rest of the story that that we find out about three weeks from now. Yeah. Assuming this stays the way we're talking about right now, that's going to mean that the 110s are going to be the new meta over the freaking uh, spare rations. Well, you, you say that, but on Massive Breakdowns, they said, that it, they said that it'll probably be quite prevalent in Trials on Banner the first week where the light matters, where you can kind of get these one shots from these weapons. But it'll probably peter out later on, unless you've got like a god roll like the the duke mk44 which can roll with rampage on it but it's sunset at 1060 so it won't be able to take be taken into trials or it will be but further on down the line it won't be you'd be hurting yourself yeah you'd be kind of hurting yourself with the light level some people would be but some people wouldn't but yeah they said that it will probably be quite prevalent to start off with in the higher power modes but then it'll slowly drop off because you'll find that there's other things that come up yeah, and there, I mean, I think there's sort of to be a powerful but niche. You know, there are play styles, like 19 was saying, you get your sniper shot, you, you clean them up with it with that kind of hand cannon. It's still going to be, you know, it's not, say, a 600 RPM auto rifle that everyone can just pick up and run around with. But what about, like, Criminal's Dagger? Aren't the Criminal's Daggers that we've been getting from Iron Banner, Higher Light? Yeah. Yes, and you can get some really good rolls on those. You can get yeah. those ones yeah, with the timed payload or the explosive um, rounds. Which are really nice, or explosive payload. Sorry, and the one that I, the one that I have that I like, and that's why I'm bringing it up is opening shot, outlaw, and accurized rounds with a freaking um, what is this range masterwork? That's going to be deadly. Yeah, I mean you could pair it with your bow, so you could like get a shot off with your bow, and if you've got the is it the quick fire grip on the bow, you can immediately then swap to your to your hand cannon and finish them off with the hand cannon. And because you know oh. it's a, a one twenty, it's going to be quite high, you know, high damage, and and you just need that one shot, don't you? Rather than reloading your bow, can't you also pair that with is it lucky pants? I'm thinking of possibly for a hunter, yeah. Yeah, precision hit. No, no, that's not it. Uh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, hand cannons ready faster and are more accurate immediately after swapping to them. So, absolutely, yeah. You put lucky pants on. You empty that bow. You swap to the criminal's dagger with that. You know, uh, opening shot. That's 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 bad. That's a bad mix right there. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm finding it quite strange that they haven't mentioned that the last iron banner was the last iron banner. So. I'm guessing that the next, the last ever Iron Banner is going to be in the final week 
of Destiny, even though we've got Triple Valor next week. It's very strange. Maybe they're just going to throw everything at us at us the last week. You can have the your Triple Valor, your Triple Infamy. You can have your Nightfall rewards. Just go to town in that last week. Because they, they haven't said that Iron Banner's over. So it's quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, here's everything. You'll get rewards you can't take forward. Go enjoy them. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we've got the, the aggressives out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys use DIM, right? Or at least one of you do, right? Yes. Did you notice? Are and you I'm new? happy because I just noticed that they now. moved it to the side. Yes. No, no. DIM actually puts community thumbs up on guns that have community roles on them. That's kind of cool. Been there for quite some time. Okay, well, you can you also go. you can also load in <laughs> you can also load in custom custom uh, sort of like you know like community source god rolls. You can load like that spreadsheet into DIM and say basically, hey, if I get anything on this list, let me know about it. Can or you? Dude, mm-hmm. you got to teach me your, your 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 wonders, my friend. You, you you go under settings and under wish list, and you can load a wish list. And there's a there's a number of them on Reddit. I can't remember. There's one that um oh, what's his name? I know Mercules contributed to it. It's Mercules and Panda, uh, Panda Paxi. I think is the name. But yeah, there there are a couple. Really, if you just search for like dim Godroll or dim wish list on the Reddit, I see it. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are a number of yeah. You can you can just load that file into dim and and then say hey dim. Let me know when I see some of these, so you don't have to think about them because Dim will do the thinking for you. That's crazy. And this is a reminder, kids: if you're not using Dim or Little Light or Ishar Commander or something to manage your experience in Destiny, you're not playing the full game. If you're going to a kiosk to interact with your vault, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Speaking of which, I heard heard something about um, no more bounties or whatever. I suppose we'll get to that. I bet you also heard something about the adaptive and precision hand cannons. No, nope. the range stat <laughs> now has more impact on minimum damage fall off range for both archetypes. So that's more impact and minimum damage fall off. Your damage fall off at 100 range now starts at 25 meters. So that's basically that's five meters longer than it was before. It was 20. So damage fall off for 100 range now starts at 25 meters, up from 20. Your precision hand cannons, which is your 180 rate of fire magazines, will be scaled up by 37%. This will also affect exotics with that rate of fire. So precision hand cannons are getting a 37% magazine boost at the 180 rate of fire, which I know from someone someone screaming on Twitter earlier this week, the malfeasance, I think, is one of those. Uh, malfeasance is 180 yeah, so the Malfeasance is getting a 37% boost to its magazine size. Trust. Which, what's not to love there? Oh, Kellos. I'm just going to shout random guns at you guys. <laughs> yeah. I just, remember when I said I, I could have done research for the show this morning or actually played the game for the first time in a while? Yeah, this, this is the research I didn't do. Right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, 180. If you have a, your favorite 180 RPM hand cannon, it's getting a huge boost to the magazine. You'll enjoy it. And and the range, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, I guess, would keep the spare rations in play, I suppose? To spare... Is spare rations... Where do spare rations draw from? Isn't that a gambit? Spare rations is 150, so ignore what he's saying. Oh. No, well, I'm looking. Hold on. Yeah, so I wasn't sure spare rations was going forward anyway. Yeah, the guns that you're looking at are like the Malfeasance, Trust, the, the gambit one that's going away, Nature of the Beast, which is the one that's dropping at the moment, which is the 
Suros style hand cannon. Uh-huh. It's the energy one arc that you can get at the moment. West of Sunfall 7, the Curse of Osiris. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So those weapons. So, Parody, what's happening with the lightweight? Oh, service revolver is 180. Ooh. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. If you already said that, my bad. But no, yeah. I didn't. But yeah. Service revolver, too. Good. So the lightweights, which they folded into the adaptives. So I guess that then the same range thing applies to the lightweights. So they're moving all lightweight hand cannons, 150 rate of fires, to the adaptive sub- subfamily, 140 rate of fires. This is where we put the warning in. Please be aware. Uh-oh. Loud noises, screaming, this, shouting, so, rants. So l- l- let me read these next couple lines first and then respawn. You can have at it. Before you go there, go back over what you just said. To be clear, you said they're 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 bringing the 180 rate of fire down to 140. No, 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 no. To- totally different thing. Totally, we we've okay, moved we've on. Lightweight we, frames. We've moved on from the 180. We've moved on from the 110s. Okay. We're now talking about the 150, 140, the lightweight range of auto or uh, everything's an auto rifle of hand cannons, lightweight hand cannons. Gotcha. So they've moved all lightweight hand cannons into the adaptive subfamily. So the 150s are now going to be 140s. This okay. includes the Luna's Howl Not Forgotten. One exotic hand cannon will retain 150 rate of fire. And Bungie says, we aren't going to leave it to speculation. It's beautiful. It does solar damage. It makes enemies explode. Oh, goodness. It's okay. a sunshot. Right. Also, the other weapons that are in the 150 archetype at the moment, you have the Dire Promise, the spare rations, the rose hand cannon, Lunar Tail not forgotten, and Thorn. Respawn. Hot take. Uh, okay, okay. So before I get tilted, if they're going to slow down the rate of fire, they're going to put it in that archetype. That also means they're going to increase the damage, right? Because that archetype has increased damage for the cost of slower rate of fire. If that's the case, that might not be such a bad thing, right? Especially for the Luna's Howl. I catch myself pulling the trigger faster than... or The, the, the Luna's Howl and I miss timings, right? So if they slow it down, maybe it'll feel better. And if it hits harder, great, right? That could be good. Okay. If they're just lowering down the rate of fire without increasing the damage... Oh... <laughs> <laughs> why well, and also keep in mind you know these guns aren't really going forward lightwise so yes they're still viable and valuable but they're not viable or valuable in end game activity in trials things like that past you know the first week or two when everyone's still at the same light level well what's going to be interesting is that thorn is dropping from 150 to 140 so does that mean that they're increasing the damage on thorn as an that exotic weapon that will be going forward and that would be nice. Dire yeah, Promise, I think, is a weapon that can, at the moment, still be taken forward. Let me just check. That yes, that can be taken into uh, activities up to thirteen ten. So that's infusion up to thirteen ten. So it's not the max at thirteen sixty. So it's the season before that. So that is going to be still quite prevalent. As you said, yes, Rose Lunas, not forgotten. Uh, uh, the, the the Jack King Queen three and also the Lumina are lightweights. Ah, what about the uh, the Wicked? Is that one moving forward with the light? Don't laugh at me. I don't remember. 
Which Sorry. one? Waking Vigil, Dreaming City. Uh, I'm going to say no because it's not on the spreadsheet that uh, okay. I just found of guns moving forward. So just to put things into context, the 140s at the moment, which hardly anybody uses, are your Ace of Spades, exotic, the Old Fashioned, the Oar Stringers, which were quite good, Ten Paces, which is an older weapon, Better Devils, orchid, and people do use those. Better Devils, and Nation of the Beasts from the Last Wish Raid. And Kindle Orchid. Don't forget about that. You keep saying Kindle Orchid. I'm, I'm just going to ignore you. Yeah, it's... It falls know. in the category. Why would you ignore it? But it's not going it's forward. Like, it comes from... A, isn't that the one with, from the Forge? Yeah. It I thought some of those forward. were going forward. None of them are? No. Damn. Forges aren't going forward. Damn. This activity's over. So, yeah. I, and I believe the reason why they've done that is because... As I said, what the 140s weren't being used as much. I guess most of this is to do with PvP rather than PvE activities. So if they put everything into one or up into one archetype, then you've got more range and more choice of what you can actually pick. And then that way, if they just delete that rate of fire completely and not have it in the game, except for maybe exotics like the Sunshot, then you know there's reasons to pick up all these other different weapons because they'll have different things that you can get but what makes things interesting is older weapons with different roles on them so like the 10 paces which is 140 which you can't really get at the moment i think it's it's random it was random drops last season and but that i mean that can't be infused past 1060 but it can be used in quick play activities and elimination and comp and things like that, rather than Iron Banner and Trials. But you'll find some roles that you can get on some things. So there might still be outliers in certain areas that kind of cause a few issues, but they're not going to be quite prevalent as other things. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Budgie you know, sort of shares their thinking, saying, you know, at, basically at this point, the lightweight 150R rate of fire hand cannons represented the majority of hand cannon usage in the Crucible. Absolutely. Well, they experimented with you know many different ways to even out the 150 lightweights and and the adaptive 140s. The lightweight hand cannons consistently remained uh, a faster time to kill. So essentially, so we, they sort of optimized to equalize the rate of fire. So they selected the 140 rate of fire as it's fairly balanced in the Crucible sandbox. It gives other weapon types more room to breathe and avoids an overabundance of hand cannons with faster time to kills than any other weapon. And it pairs nicely with the upcoming changes to the 600 rate of fire auto rifles. More on this below. Uh, okay. We knew it was coming, but still, sad tears. 600 rate of fire autos. Still hurts. Yeah. I see people's frustration because the Lunas Howl and the Not Forgotten were really good weapons, and their rate of fire was 180 to start off with. They were then dropped down to this 150 and still kept the bonuses of what they were doing from the 180s. Still made them a really good weapon if you knew how to use them. But now they're being dropped down to the 140s. So I can see people's frustration of that they haven't kind of explained what these specific weapons are going to do. Maybe that's it's one of the, the ways of trying to get them out of the crucible is that they don't want these weapons there anymore. Yeah, but if that's the case, oh, just remove them from that. the damn game aside from but, making them useless, right? Because if they keep bringing down the rate of fire without increasing the damage... Just, just trash the gun, man. I mean, well, that's well, basically what you're doing. That's, I mean, that's functionally what they're doing is, is by saying we've hit the light level max. Maybe not this season, but next season, 
you know, again, unless you're jumping into quick play, there's going to be, again, you know, you will have had one or two or three seasons of new weapons to come out, of new metas to chase, of new things to do. Yeah, you may hold on to that Lunas, but there's probably something you're going to move to that'll be better for the current environment than holding yeah. on to Lunas. I mean, Lunas been out for how many seasons now? I mean, it, it, it's had its time to shine. You know, yeah. not everything not everything lasts forever. I've gone through plenty of weapons that used to be good and now aren't. Yeah, I, you know, I understand. Bungie is, you know, Bungie is forcing your hand by saying, you can hold on to this, you can put it in your vault forever, but eventually, you know, it, it's going to become less useful to you. We're not going to take it from you, we're just going to obsolete it. Yeah, and, and I understand what you're saying, and it's completely understandable. I said that twice, my bad. Um, but the point is, is I... We 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 we've 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 gone round and round in the song and dance, but guns like that that you had to earn, you had to bleed ding, ding, to ding. get this gun. Take a drink. You know that. <laughs> I mean, come on, to nerf it that badly. I understand them not moving forward, but why do you continuously? I mean, it's already dead. Leave it alone. Right. Stop hitting it. But it, it's not just that guy. I mean, you know, they're saying the whole family, the whole 150 RPM. I keep wanting to say RPM. I'm saying RPM, rate of fire, RPM, whatever. That 150, yeah, you know, area is, they're basically saying, you know, just like this is the predominant archetype in the Crucible. This is what everyone's using. We want yeah. you to use different things, so we're going to go after it. Just like the 600 auto rifles. You know, the, I, I, really I understand it's a blanket thing, but the fact that Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten are included in there, it, it hurts. My, like, a part of my soul is in pain right now, man. Yeah, but honestly, again, you're, you're, I mean, you're not using it. I yeah. do sometimes, actually. It is a fun I, gun to use. And I, I mean, I, day, it's going away, but it's still a fun gun to use. At the end of the day, you've just got to wait for the changes to see what's happened with it. Because at the moment, like the 140s, mm -hmm. uh, their impact is 84, and yep. the 150s, their impact is 80. So there's only, I mean, like you said, the time to kill is going to be different on the weapons. So yeah. maybe the Lunar's Howl and the Not Forgotten will thrive at 140s. And that's they, what I'm saying. If they increase the damage, maybe that'll help out. That's yeah. what I was saying to begin with. If they do that, if they don't increase the damage, they're just. They're kicking a dog when it's already down, and I find that to be a horrific thing to do. Yeah. I mean, and they're also changing, like, the grip of well, aren't they? The, the intrinsic trait. So they're mm -hmm. going from the intrinsic uh, trait for those 150s is the adaptive frames, which is a well-rounded grip, reliable and sturdy, to being lightweight. So that means they're going to be superb handling, move faster with this weapon equipped. Especially if it keeps the same stability, because 140s tend to have more of a kick. Right, so if Lunas Howl can be a 140 and still have the stability that it has, it could be a contender until it's completely obsolete. Yeah, when it was moved from the 180s down to the 150s, they said that it would still retain the recoil direction, didn't they? So yeah. they need to clarify this going forward to say that it's still going to retain what we said that it was going to retain from going from the 180s to the 150s, and it still retain that to going to the 140s. I think if they clarified a few more things rather than just spacing out about the sunshot, a couple of paragraphs, they could just explain that, yes, these weapons will still retain this, this, and this. And I think that would alleviate some of the pressure off of them and stop having to reiterate stuff on Twitter and go backwards and forwards in other areas, like on Reddit, like people asking questions. Reiterate the things that you know are going to come up because people are going to ask these questions. I don't get that. Well, I mean, there's also the, how far do you go down? I mean, I, I appreciate and, and agree with you, you know, it'd be nice to have a little 
clarity on some of these things. But it also comes to the point where it, it could be the fact that we're at, you know, 27 pages for just this one particular hand cannon. Because there's all these caveats of, I mean, they're, they're moving s- weapons within subfamilies, you know, moving, moving the archetypes around. Yeah. There's, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of different, there's probably 15 guns. And people are like, well, what about my favorite weapon? What about my favorite version of this? What does it mean for that? And the answer probably is not for every single one, here's what it is, especially if they've been, you know, started life as a 180 and moved around a thousand times, it feels like. Well, I think it, that, that's I mean, the thing. Really, it's like when you get to the game, you'll know. Like, yeah. Three weeks from now. I mean, yeah, like it's nice to have, it's nice to have a preview of what's going to happen, but we don't need to know every last little detail because, you know, you already know the weapons being sunset. It, it's sort of like, yes, you know, we've end of life, this piece of software, it's still around. You can still use it, but we're not going to make it better. So the fact that you have it at all, <laughs> be thankful for you know yeah it's going to be what it's going to be you know they're not focused on what they put out a year or two or whatever ago they're focused on what the new stuff is what the cool new hand cannon you don't even know about is yet right yes i mean i I mean you're talking about the cool new hand cannon by doing this you you did kind of allude to the fact that the um the sunshot is going to be way more common you know well i feel like they've all i mean you know now bungie is saying it but I also feel like, you know, the last couple of seasons, everyone's like, oh, maybe the sunshot's time. Maybe, you know, we, we go through this every every time there's a big change. Oh, this this gun's going to be absolutely incredible. This Maybe this is gun's time to shine. And maybe it is for a minute. And maybe it isn't ever. But I feel like we always have the, there's always that one gun where it's like, oh, this is this is the Redrix, you know, time to absolutely be a monster. And yeah, right. for a couple people it is. But it, it, it doesn't become the gnawing hunger of the season. I mean, we don't know, right? I mean, we've essentially moved all of the 150s out of their... It's it's going to be like one of the only 150s left. So it's going to yeah. have that higher rate of fire than the rest, and it's still going to retain the damage, and it's still going to make people go boom, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. got a larger magazine capacity as of, what, two or three seasons ago. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sunshot absolutely could be a monster coming up. Yeah, I mean, and, and I appreciate that they're taking an exotic... And really making an exotic, really saying, no, this is the only gun of its class. This is the only gun of its type. We're going to give you a reason to use the thing. And I appreciate that move toward, if you have an exotic version of something, really make it special. Yeah, it can blow people up. Yeah, you can shoot it faster. It it has a bigger magazine. It it has a, you know, it's not so overpowered that you're not just, you know, spamming people with explosive grenades and they're all dying. But it really gives you a reason to use it. It makes it competitive. Or at least, you know, you remember it exists in the vault. Bungie, is that a thing? Can we do that, please? And it also sets people on fire, right? Nearby, not only do new people take chip damage, but they also get set on fire, right? So you Titans, they get bonuses when people are set on fire, and actually Hunters, too. There you go, right? Sunshot might be the way to go as far as, like, even ability regen, you know? So so we're going to have our Sunshot Sunspot builds coming out this year. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So shall we... Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, shall we move on? Do you have anything else to say about hand cannons? No, I was just gonna make a joke about how like our our, our burning knife, you know, recharges faster when things are on fire. You know that build as well. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Just, just just throw the sunshot at them at that point. Just bounce the sun, <laughs> sunshot off of the wall. No, no, no. You you strap the burning knife to the sunshot. You throw the sunshot. The whole thing explodes when it hits them. Sir, that's called Borderlands Three, and we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But we could be, we could All be, right. yeah. Uh, so you know, everyone's everyone's favorite. Uh, I spawn into the map. I think I'm gonna play trials, and I die before I even see the other team. The sniper rifle. 
We want snipers to feel powerful. Oh, and they do. Without being so easy to use that they dominate, which they are. So this this is where we're going to get into the... There, I feel like there, there needs to be a small like physics or math class you know, section at this point that we are ill-equipped to do. <laughs> sniper rifles. They've adjusted how the aim assist is affected by the sniper rifle zoom level. Lower zoom scopes have less aim assist. Higher Ooh. zoom scopes have more. Scopes with around 50 zoom are unchanged. So the lowest zoom scopes have a large reduction in the aim assist cone angle. And the highest zoom scopes have a small increase. Doesn't mean anything to PC players, but console players, that's going to change a lot of stuff. Because right now, the most sought-after sniper rifles are the ones with the low zoom scopes on it. Because, they, like you said, they have high aim assist. Not high aim assist, but they have a decent level of aim assist. And if they're going to reduce that aim assist, oof. Yeah, yeah, it's the beloved and revoker archetypes that are absolutely no needing everything right. Oh yeah, 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 it is real good. Yeah, Oof. I still think that the low zoom scopes are going to be the ones that people will still want in PvP because you still on want... PC, yeah, yeah. No, but Definitely. even on console, you'll still want the low zoom scope because if you want to do a quick shot, you still want that low zoom, and you're just going to have to get better at your aiming. You can do you can do a quick scope with a long, long, long ah. Yes, you can, but what I'm saying that it, it's they're meant to be. Well, I say snipers meant to be, but those low zoom scopes are meant to be like the quicker versions. Like you know, it can be you're at shorter range to actually whip it out and and snipe somebody, body shot, headshot, whatever. Whereas you're going to find a lot more people hiding at the back of the maps now with a high zoom scope, just looking uh-huh. down a long range, going right. I've got brilliant aim assist. I can just shoot you from across the map now. Yeah, no, and and that would be a thing. Uh, but like I said, even with the even with the long range ones, you still have like snapshot sights on them, right? So you can still do the the quick scope kills with now apparently better aim assist. So, <laughs> ouch, ouch. Hey, you know what? Maybe respawn needs to pick up a sniper. That's good. Bite of the fox is that a thing? It is yeah. a thing. Is it a good thing? I don't know. Because again, Ooh, silicon neuroma. Ooh. Oh, never mind. That one's not going forward. Continue. I'm just, I'm just looking at sniper rifles that yeah. maybe uh, going so, forward. So, so yeah, I mean, sniper rifles. They're, you know, I, I'm sure Fallout will put out a an absolutely in depth, you know, MSS cone angle video telling you exactly how that works. But that's the gist of it. Is you know, we're trying to bring sniper rifles sort of more into balance with themselves. Ooh, the supremacy is going forward. That'll work. You can tell I just sent Respawn the link to the Destiny 2 massive breakdowns of non-sunset weapons that we'll throw into the show notes. Because Actually, can... no. I don't know if you did, because if you look at DIM, you click on the weapon, it shows their current light level, and then it shows their light level limit. So I'm just clicking on every sniper rifle. But if you sent me a link... Uh, I, I did put it into our into our Discord, the, the, the spreadsheet that I knew he had put out, but I forgot about until I searched uh... The, again, our friends at Massive Breakdown put out the list of non-sunset weapons, or at least non-sunset that they're fairly sure about because there's still some questions out there in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when you teach a toddler how to sing the ABC song and they suddenly get it and they, they're so pleased with themselves after just singing it the first time for you. But I was looking at Dim, and Dim has that we information. Can, we can tell Respawn all the things Dim's been able to do for six months and yeah. he's just <laughs> 
I've only ever used it for moving stuff around. I never paid attention to what it could actually do. Granted, I understand that. Okay, Disantimulus is another one moving forward. That's nice. So so we're also moving forward to the auto rifle. Woo. This, is where, this is where the sadness starts. So the season of the worthy, the adaptive archetype, that's 600 rate of fires, were given a buff. Yes, they were. We're pulling that buff back a little to keep it in check with the other auto rifle archetypes because no one remembers any of them exist. So these adaptive 600s, they're going to take the damage per bullet from 15.75 to 14.25. So that's a point and a half less per bullet. And they do note that prior to Season of the Worthy, the damage per bullet was 13.75. So it's basically half a point of damage above where we were back in the day. And now we're, you know, so they're they're dropping it, but they're still it's still better than it was. Which should, you know, maybe even them out a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. Darn. Something I did pull from Massive Breakdowns when I listened to them this week when they were talking about this is that they said keep an eye on the 720 RPM auto rifles because with the 600s getting this kind of nerf, it kind of gives the 720s a buff. So the ones that you're looking out for for that are the ones like the Still Feather Repeater. You've got... Um, the Reckless Oracle from the Garden of Salvation raid. Yeah, but is the Steel Feather moving forward? Yes. It is up until, I think it's 1310 is the infusion. Oh, sorry. 12, 1260. So you've got a couple of seasons that you can use that. Okay. Yeah, and, still the Reckless Oracle and the Tommy's Matchbook. I mean, you still have some older ones. Which oh, are that the, Tommy's Matchbook. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. Go. Go. You've still got the Perseverance, which is an old one. Uh, Hollowed Earth. You've got the uh, Valkadin. We have the Deej, Deej weapon, the Suros Regime. Also can be a 720 or 900, depending how yep. you spec it out. It ramps up, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Some of these, are, like we said, will be capped at 1060. So Ether Doctor is a primary 720. Even older ones, Guiding Star, which is one that you could have got from playing Dead Orbit a while back. Trick one that used to have the real big muzzle flash. The fast-firing one. Sorry, Ether Doctor 600. Sorry, I'm, I'm wrong. Is that what it is? Ether Doctor? Um, Ether yeah, Doctor, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so the Ether Doctor, yeah, that'll be one of the ones. The other one being the Forward Path from Iron Banner. The summoner from Trials, and the gun that everyone has seen a trillion times—the gnawing hunger from Reckoning—and nice, Umbral Engrams, and basically everything else. And that's uh, th- that one is going to get the quote-unquote buff. You said right? No, because nerf. The, 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 oh, the, the, nerf, the nerf, the nerf, the nerf. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They're ner- they're basically nerfing the bullet damage a little bit on the six hundred. So summoner, gnawing hunger, forward path will be a little less powerful. Uh huh. I mean, again, yeah. still very good, still very fast. But yeah, like ninety percent. I'll be curious to see if the the seven twenties or the nine hundreds come, you know, st- step into that, step into that. Um... Massive breakdowns did say that the nine hundreds they didn't think would kind of step up, but just keeping on the seven twenties, right? Yeah, yeah. The nine hundreds are a little bit different. Yeah, I mean the nine hundred. Now, what about the four fifties? The four fifties were good before the seven twenty. I'm sorry, before the before the six hundreds were quote-unquote buffed right so are we we not looking at the 450s to come back in the game well that's what i said last week wasn't it well a couple of weeks ago when i said that they're giving us these two 450 rpm auto rifles from doing the haunted forest so keep an eye on those keep some rolls and see how good they are yeah and it looks like i'm not the only one eating on air today (laughs) anyway um 
Yeah, I mean, the four fifties are your, your your Uriel's gift, which was you know a monster back when D two launched, and then your seventh Seraph Carbine from you know the the bounties this season, the Umbrals. Although the time to kill is just a little bit slower on those still, you know, from like the versus the the six hundreds or the seven twenty. So, I, yeah, I'm just curious to see how this pans out, or if it's enough of a of a nerf to really make a bitch, you know, really make a bunch of difference. Right. You know, also, it's a, um, on a rifle, you got loads of bullets. Also, for those of you out there that actually bothered to farm or got lucky, I'm backtracking just slightly. I wanted to bring this up. The new Aikilo sniper rifle, it's going to be one to hang on to after these sniper changes take effect, especially if you got the fourth time to charm with the high impact reserves. Yeah, a high impact reserves is automatically going to be procced in PvP because you're at half magazine capacity anyway. So, something to keep in mind. Very good. And now let's talk about uh, rocket launchers because those are a thing in the game that no one remembers <laughs> oh, anymore. Scout rifles. Do I, oh, I'm terribly sorry. I did skip scout rifles. I scrolled down too far. Oh, down. please tell me they're getting a buff. Oh, I want to use scout rifles again so bad. Uh, I can I can tell you that scout rifles do have a reasonable time to kill and can't be adjusted too much without making them dominant on the battlefield. So we're making them a little easier to use instead. So this is, this is again. You're gonna have to get your your spreadsheets out. Do some do some algorithms here. They've increased how much each point of the aim assist stat widens the aim assist cone. <laughs> and at maximum, the aim assist cone is now 15 percent wider. So what I'm hearing is uh, higher aim assist scout rifles equals better. Ooh. So again, massive breakdowns did point out keeping on the Mida multi tool. Because this yes. one may come back. That's the first thing that came into my mind: uh, Mida multi-tool, Randy's throwing knife, and my gambit favorite, Patron of Lost Causes, with exploding rounds and full auto. Ooh, I'm getting shields. That sounds fun. So let's see. What is our? Yeah. So yeah, the aim assist on the Mida, the Mida multi-tool, um, would would be a hundred. So uh, yeah, that that's not bad. Can't can't really can't really get better than that. Can you get can right? you go in? Uh, the Skybirdner's Oath is up there at 80, as is the Jade Rabbit. So again, exotics looking pretty good. Uh, the Symmetry. No, is that is that sighted in aim assist or hip fire aim assist? Because that um, one's got two modes. Uh, they appear both to be 80, so it doesn't seem to matter. Nice. Hip so, fire team, here we go. <laughs> uh, speaking of hip fire team, you know your Symmetry and your Symmetry with your Arc Seeker have a 75 aim assist, so. If you remember the symmetry existing as a weapon, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, Patreon. Are you looking current aim assist or after the, the patch aim assist? I am looking at the current because ah. we don't know the you know we, we don't have the numbers or at least the D two the again well, this is just the massive breakdown podcast this week because sure. they're doing legwork and we're just reading things. Right. Uh, again, I'm using the spreadsheet I put into our show notes of their here's a list of guns going forward because they've broken all of this down. Because that's what they do for the people. For um, the people. And your Patreon Lost Cause is only at 67, and your Night Watch, which has never been a good scout rifle, is at 69. So, yeah. I mean, then you have Randy's Throwing Knife, which is a 63. I mean, do you really need aim assist when you have that many bullets going down range? Assuming you're not using the Mita, like I know somebody will be. Dot, dot, dot. And actually, hold on. While we're talking about the Mita, going back to a couple of shows ago, it's got one of those scopes which highlight things, highlight enemy targets for you. So, whenever you're in a blizzard, here's another reason to use the Mita multi tool. It's got one of those enemy highlighting scopes on it. 
So, boom. I do have a late breaking news update. The Randy Story Knife will not be going forward as its seasonal cap is at this season at 1060. That is true. I saw that. It's still good, though. It's, 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 still, it's still good. Yeah. yeah, so and this is also just a good point of reminder for people if you're looking, if you're firing up Destiny and going, hey, where's the aim assist stat? It's nowhere. You can't see it. It's not there. You literally need to use something like DIM or some third party software that will show you the aim assist on your weapon. It is not in yeah. the game. So, and, yeah. and, and DIM not only shows the aim assist, but your recoil direction, which way it goes and how badly it goes there. So, all right. Thanks for joining us uh, of our show in progress. The, <laughs> the massive breakdown dim, you know, hour. <laughs> Sheesh. Don't say. Okay. But no. Um, so, uh, okay. So Randy's story knife might not be moving forward, but patron of lost causes is for a couple of seasons. And like I said, you can get really good roles on there up to, and including uh, small bore freaking tack mag, full auto and explosive payload. And that, I mean, like I've said it many times, that's my favorite scout rifle to use thus far in, in this sandbox. And it's really, really good against other um, other human players because the explosive round really flinches them when they're trying to get you. So keep an eye open for that. If you don't have a good roll for it, sorry, I don't think you can get it anymore, can you? There's no way to roll for it anymore, right? Does it come out of one of the umbrels? I honestly can't remember now. I honestly don't know either, but... If you have one, hang on to it because it's going to be good in this upcoming sandbox. I can feel it. And Frostmire's Hex, too. Frostmire's Hex has a 72 aim assist already, and it's a freaking 260 rounds per minute. Is it going forward? It is not. Never mind. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe you can get the patron of Lost Causes at the moment. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was one one of the ones they shoved into the boxes. Um, and the, I mean, and the other scouts moving forward is the Scholar from Trials, the Transfiguration from The Last Wish, and then Talons of the Eagle from Iron Banner. But all of those have abysmal aim assists from 29 to 32. So those are not the ones you're hunting for. So yeah, dust your multi tool off. You know, keep your patron loss causes in. I, I'm not going to say farm for a night watch, but if you, if you want a decent non exotic scout rifle, maybe start there or just wait to see what drops next season and not worry about it. I mean, you can get some kind of good rolls on a night watch right you can get uh accurized round small bore outlaw yeah it, it's still just never it, it just never i mean i've had a bunch of them it just it never feels like it's as powerful as i want it to be yeah oh, oh you can get full you can get full auto explosive payload and you can team that with uh accurized rounds and small bore that would be a really good roll right but again yeah. i think for me i think it uh no, I don't have that particular. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I do have that role. It's over here on this character. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, and you can get snapshot on it too. Yeah. So farm for that. It's going to be good, and it is moving forward for quite a while. I think my problem with that, and and maybe this is where you're having the issue with it too, is Volt the space? way it fires. No, <laughs> the way it fires. The the, the freaking space, buddy. The night watch, it goes, it's it's like a clunk, 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 and I hate how it fires, man. It's just so unsatisfying. That's also the reason I can't use the graviton lance because it goes every time you fire it. Yeah, it's a great gun, but I I I can't I can't do it. 
Yeah. And, and, and even though it behaves like, like a scout rifle, technically it's not sad face. Yeah. Any, any <sighs> scout rifles, Mr. Demon, or shall we move on to rocket launchers where I was trying to go before before I tried to skip scout rifles? Yes. There's no there's no pulse <laughs> rifles changes? Not not yet. Okay. So the rocket launchers, these heavy weapons currently have very low reserves. So they're adjusting that, and they do expect to take another look at rocket launchers in a future season. So it sounds like we were going to get to it. Uh, for now, we're going to increase the reserves by one or two rockets, depending on inventory stat. Yay. And we'll think about <laughs> that later on. So, yeah, it, at least it's nice to know they're aware rocket launchers exist. But yeah, reserves by one or two doesn't excite me. I don't think it's going to make anything. There's... No, nothing is going to change people using a heavy sniper, a freaking heavy machine gun, or our beloved, you know, void sword that tracks people down. Nobody's yeah. going mean, to change those. Yeah, or, or really, or just a grenade launcher. I mean, because, I mean, just looking. Yeah, I mean, and just looking, I mean, you have, you know, the Warcliffe Coil, Two Tailed Fox, Truth, and Deathbringer are your exotic rocket launchers going forward. And then really it's you've got the Who Scowl from just a world drop, Apex Predator from Last Wish, Shining Severe from Iron Banner, uh, your Bad Omens from Gambit, your Mossy Pock from the World Drops, your Pyroclastic Flow from the season pass and tomorrow's answer for trials. And it's like Yeah, I guess they're okay, but why? Yeah. You're never gonna use those. And in PvP, you could make an argument for the freaking truth, right? You can make an argument for the truth in PvP yeah. or the two box, right? But even and, then, right? In yeah, PvP, are you really gonna use those rocket launchers? No, you're gonna use other heavy weapons that have a much higher kill rate, like oh, I don't know, a heavy machine gun? You know? Yeah, I mean Warcliffe Coil and Truth have both had their, their moments of shine in PvP and in Gambit both. And we'll see how that all shakes out next season. With those, you know, Gambit Prime going away and that Gambit being a whole different thing, and PvP is gonna be whatever PvP shakes out to be. Yeah. I, I predict the only way they're going to make rockets better is either A, significantly increasing the damage, B, increasing the number of rounds you can have in a magazine like the truth, right? You can have three instead of reloading after every one, or C, reverse changes made to the Titan Barricade and the Lunar Faction boots, right? If That's they don't make happen. at least one of no. those changes, rockets are never going to come back. No, I think they need what they, I, I think I've heard this again on another podcast, is that they need to start doing different perks for the rocket launchers. I think if there was something that made you want to use a rocket launcher with certain perks that could only be on rocket launchers, you would pick a rocket launcher over, say, like your light machine guns, your grenade like launchers. As an example, what would what perk would make you want to use a rocket launcher? Well, I believe there was a perk in Destiny 1 when you reloaded, you could get a magic bullet from like just thin air reloaded into the chamber as well so you could have say two rockets whereas you only had one in reserve mm -hmm. things like that so if it gave you an extra chance of giving more damage on a reload you would have you would find people would use things like that. or that the the weapon did different things things like the dragon's breath Th they need to have unique rocket launchers again because the dragon's breath in both of its states from destiny one were really really good the I think the first state was you fired the rocket and then when it exploded on the target, it was just like a pool of fire that would burn the target for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And actually, no, the original 
perk was you fired it, wasn't it? And then it it blew up into a big ball of sun, a bit like a a warlock solar grenade, and just burnt that target. And I think then they changed it to the the pool of fire on the floor. So if you had rocket launchers that did that, where if you were in like a nightfall that was solar damage, did more more damage to the boss or da- more damage across the board you would find people would use rocket launchers imagine like a pool of fire you fire out and it would just explode all over the floor and burn the yeah but the thing that made that good though is you could determine when the rocket blew up right you could determine where the pool of fire would be could you hit the boss with it yeah you could but what a lot of people did is they would fire it and then let go of the trigger in such a way that you would have a trail of napalm leading up to the boss and it would detonate right before it hit the boss, causing boss damage and leaving a long trail with a pool of napalm at the end, right? Because you could do that. You could leave a trail before I mean, I it actually detonated. It's not my job to come up with these perks, but maybe if you had like a perk where if you hit like an enemy in a crit spot with a rocket uh-huh. with low aim assist, that it uh-huh. would automatically load a, a, a rocket into the chamber for you to then fire it again automatically. Things like that. They need to make the perks that would unique. That would be interesting, but so far that's the only thing that I could say that would make me want to yeah, use a rocket yeah, launcher. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's not my job to come up with these perks, but they <laughs> need to come up with I- different ideas. I, I mean, they don't pay me to come up with these ideas. If they paid me, I would spend more time thinking about it. But I'm saying that if they came up with something that was only unique to rocket launchers people would want to use rocket launchers no i I get what you're saying i get what you're saying but the thing is is listen from a damage standpoint even if it has these cool perks it's still not going to out damage these other things which what we use for boss damage in in a lot of these raids pve and etc right but if there was perks on those weapons that did amount to equal or maybe more damage depending on how you used it you would Mm -hmm. then swap to it because at the moment, yeah. if you use a grenade launcher that has got, um, what's that one? Where if you fire further and faster, I can't remember. Uh, full court. Full court. If you've got full court on there with auto loading holster, you fire out your, your seven rounds, you swap to your primary or secondary, you then wait a couple of seconds and pull back at your grenade launcher and you fire off the rest of And that is, you know, just keeping up the damage. If they had something that was very similar to how that perk works only on grenade launchers but only on rocket launchers i think you would find people would have options that's what we need is more options you know it's funny that you mentioned that because i happen to have one that's got spike grenades clown cartridge and full court there you go and it's really nice especially that clown cartridge oh my god so so mean anyway so the um, next the next point on here is that something will make you a little bit happier massive perk changes Strap it. Here's here's the entire huge list of perk changes that they're going to go over. So prepare yourself. It's a big long list. Apparently. So first off is outlaw. So the reload increase felt insufficient with certain subfamilies and combinations of roles like aggressive hand cannons. Right. So they even the reload stat bonus from plus fifty to plus seventy. So Ooh. that is going back on the nerf that they did a couple of months back, where they changed it. Uh, let, I'm, was about five months ago, where they changed it from a hundred percent down to fifty percent, so they're now buffing it back up to seventy percent. Okay, okay, a little bit of a bonus there. Yeah, that's it. That was, that, that was all your perk changes. Yep, that's all. Okay, you don't got me excited for nothing. I hate you so much. 
they have increased the inventory stat for the Merciless from 36 to 55. This increases the reserve ammo. So that's another good thing. Well, the Merciless is a good thing to use against dogs, specifically dogs. The dogs are going away. So... The dogs are going away. So, yeah. No, but apparently it's still quite good in PvP as well as PvE activities. Yeah. We've also, we've also taken, you know, the uh, the sword in our game of guns and uh, taken our falling guillotine and reduced the heavy attack damage by about 24% to bring it in line with other swords. Oh, get out of here. They do, they do note it will be, it'll continue to be slightly above average, but not to the extent that it is now. I and, hate you, Bungie. And now we come to another piece of information that Respawn has probably not known about yet. So, again, beware. Buyers, beware. Respawn. What is it that you always tell me about the mountaintop and how to use it? What have you got to do? Uh, uh, Oh, geez, I don't know. There's so many ways to use it. You could jump up in the air and just shoot straight down. You could... um... Well done. That was it. That was the one that I wanted to get to. Okay. So they've reduced the in-air accuracy for the mountaintop. So it now has significantly projectile error while in air, around seven degrees without the Icarus grip mod. Less with. They've also done a lot of other things to the mountaintop because apparently they've had some feedback that it's a bit over the top in the crucible modes. So whether if you used it in PVE activities, you are still hampered by the fact that PVP has kind of nerfed this gun. So this pinnacle weapon has had ample time to shine. So we're taking it down a notch, as they have tried to explain to us they were going to do. I mean, it's getting retired anyway, so... Yeah. Specific pain points. A one-shot body shot with infinite range. Quick and easy cleanup. Wounded guardians, even around corners. Deals high slash damage, rewarding players for inaccuracy. Perfect in-air accuracy, allowing airborne guardians to rain down death. And there's not much ground guardians can do to respond. So the rest of the changes, including the reduced in-air accuracy, are reduce the splash damage by 33%, increased impact damage such that the total damage is 5% lower than before, reduce Uh the projectile velocity multiplier from micro-missiles from being 1.4 to 1.2. So this now means that 20% faster than other breach grenade launchers instead of 40% faster. So it's still going to be viable, still going to be usable for people that use it really well. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't hear anything done to the spike grenades portion of it, right? Or not the spike grenades, the sticky grenades portion of it, right? So you can no, still lay no, traps no. and kill guardians around corners. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah. Still do, you can still do things like that. But what I think they're hoping is that slowly over time that it'll just be forgotten about in the next year. Oh, it and- will. People are going to start using the truth teller <laughs> if they haven't already. So... <laughs> you, you go on to marvel me and you know what your responses that you're not you're not taking back uh, like, I, I, we've I am, this and, and we you... did earn it but i mean like everything else is going away so does it anger me yeah but you know in a couple of weeks it, it's going to be below all the other light levels i'm still going to use it like in pvp i'm not pvp pve right but i mean it's Are it's you? It's being said, well, I mean, I, I say that. <laughs> I'd like you to believe it would be the first mission and then forget about it. <laughs> you're too under light then. <laughs> what, what's that? Seven legendary shards? What? What? <laughs> um, 
no seven seven cores sorry seven seven enhancement cores my bad. um How but no i'd like to do exchange for this you know per enhancement core basis right <laughs> but oh my goodness i mean it it i'm upset about the changes but i'd be lying if i said it didn't need something to be done in pvp it sucks that it also did it for pve granted but uh, everything he said is right. Your ground game, you can't do anything to avoid it. You know, if a Guardian's coming around the corner, especially it's especially dangerous in the hands of a Warlock, right? If they come around the corner floating and then just shoot down at you, you're done. It's game over, man. <laughs> can, can we just talk about something? A, 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 a light bulb has just gone off in my head, and I'm thinking, we're talking about weapons that are sunsetting at 1060 power, right? Right. And mm-hmm. we were told, that weapons that were 1360 were going to be sunset uh, like at the end of the year that the raid is going to be 1230 power to get into or the power caps at 1230 so uh-huh. some of the weapons that we thought might be going away later on down the line are not even good for this coming season yeah it's just it's weird isn't it that we've we've suddenly got to jump up two hundred light levels to get into the raid. So they are they're making quite a significant change of this weapon won't be around at all in PVE activities. You won't be able to you will be able to use it, but it'll just be you'll be hampering yourself using yeah. these ten. Well, well, they had to right because damage fall off between guardians doesn't start until doesn't really start until like fifty or hundred light level difference, right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that some of the weapons that we've got currently like we were uh-huh. saying like the patron of lost courses the power limit on that is 1260 yeah, so you know, you were thinking you'd have more time on these things we earned like last season mm-hmm. than we sort of do if you're playing in game content see it basically goes up 50 points depending on which season it gets sunset yeah right. and i mean and this i mean this i think this goes back to what we talked about a couple of weeks back and when, you know when we heard about the sun setting we're in that weird awkward adolescent destiny phase of these aren't gone, but they're not good. You know, they have to say, in, in, instead of saying all of your stuff gets taken away, like they did in Destiny One, the towers, uh-huh. towers blown up, you, everything's gone. Now they're they're doing that, but bit by bit, they're you know things are aging out, things are slowly going away. So we're in that mm-hmm. point where, yeah, you think oh, I'll be able to use this for a while. Well, not really if you're doing in-game content. Not really if you're doing anything real. And I think really this is just a lesson. Let it go. Let these weapons go. <laughs> you don't don't eat them anymore that you're going to have. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and I think that's part of Bungie's thing is like, they're like, we spent a lot of time making all this cool stuff. We made all these cool weapons and armor pieces, all this stuff. We want to give you cool new things to play. Yeah. Put the stuff down. You've been using for four years. It was good for four years. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to go on to something else. Yeah. I know you've come to school. I know your friends are different. I know you miss your old friends. It's time to make them- <laughs> So no, but I mean, to, I mean, it, it even fits in with Destiny lore, though, right? If you think back, Guardians, as a, as let, let's call them a species, okay, those that are infused with light, have a singular goal of getting better loot, getting better gear, and if we constantly hang on to the gear that we've already got, it kind of goes against the lore of Guardians as a species, right? No, but what I'm trying to get at is the fact that we are jumping from 1060 up to 1260 as a power cap for next season. So I just want to make people aware that a lot of these weapons that are 1060, even if you think you're going to be able to use them in PPE, you're definitely not going to be able to use The same with the armor as well. It's just going to be hampering wearing such things, apart from maybe wearing it in quick play, maybe. 
which goes back to my theory of get yourself an armor set that you like and stick with it. You don't need to have <laughs> the key. How long it's do just... we get to stick with it? Because the 1360 cap is the one that we thought would be for the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in calculation, we've only got like three power caps. So 1260 is going to be our power cap for next season. And yep. depending on whether that takes us through to December or January, we then have 1310, which would then be December, January to maybe April, May. And then May, April uh, to maybe September again is 1360. So right. I, I don't know how they how they're dividing up those four seasons that we're meant to be getting in Beyond Light. It just then there's going to be another season after that that just there's going to you're going to need another power cap. For. In theory, it should go up to like 1410 after that if they're going to stick with the because I thought we were sticking with four seasons in each dlc drop but it works out that it's not going to be because if they stuck to that that would be the four seasons say november to november and the power cap for things now shouldn't that be 1410 if they said that we could use it for the year or am i Look, are my calculations completely wrong you might be right you might be right but i'm going to tell you this they're doing this for you in particular benefit because they've heard our podcast. They've heard how much trouble you have with your inventory. And admittedly, me too. So what they're doing is they're trying to force you to get rid of things that you're never going to use again by saying it's never going to be used again. No, no. You know? I, I can still use it again. I can still use year one armor in PvP. <laughs> and I still will. In quick play, I have good sets that I want to keep. And I will. And the same with the weapons. I've gone through my Destiny Item Manager. I've cleared out the ones that I definitely won't be using in PvE activities. So come September, that mountain top will be gone because I refuse to use it in PvP. I only use it in PvE activities. It's I've actually really good it. in PvP, though. Yeah. I'm sorry, PvE. No. Yeah, I've only just got it, but I'm not going to you know, upset other Guardians by using it. You can shoot me with it. I don't care. Yeah, but, but that, I mean, you, have to, you just said it's going to be gone, though. Why would it be yeah. gone? Because well, he's going to delete it. Yeah, I'm going to delete it. I don't Why are you going to delete it? it? It's still you should, though. I don't but want PVE. to. Use it no. in PVE, not PvP. It's same, PVE. It's the same. No, I've got this. I don't know why. I've got this thing in my mind that I will not use the mountaintop and I will not use the revoker. Those two weapons I have earned, yes, but I will not use them in PvP. I use them in PvE, but I'm Again, not going to use Use it in PvE. Don't delete it. <laughs> I don't need to because PvE activities will be lower light. You can't tell him what to do. You're not his real dad. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, but I need to make some space really in the vault, in and I can PvE, pull that. That, that. that what it boils down to. He needs vault space, so the things mm -hmm. that aren't absolutely viable are going away. And oh let me reassure God. you, at the bottom of this twab, they do not say that I'm getting another 500 vault spaces, so I'm going to need to delete some things. <laughs> He's I can't believe up. after all of these years, they still have not given us increased vault space. How many Guardians complain about not having enough space and Bungie just flips them the bird every update? Every update! So, to be I'll honest... To, <laughs> to be honest, I think it's only me and Fallout players that complain. No, I also complain. Right now I'm chilling at 499 of 500 and all of the slots on all three of my characters are full. <laughs> it's not exclusive to you, man. See, sir, I think what you need is Pan's vault cleaning service. Panoramics 18's Vault Cleaning Services. Has your ghost got too much junk in its trunk? Does your old hunter have eight Titan helmets in her inventory? Did you donate more Fractaline than would be considered healthy by nine out of ten Cryptarchs? 
then call Pan's Inventory Cleaning Service. For a nominal fee, he'll clean out that vault faster than a D1 beta veteran would a loot cave. And it really, really works. No, I clean out my own stuff. <laughs> I, I I don't know what you guys are doing with your with your vaults. Uh, I've got like you know half of it free. I think I have two hundred sixty four items in my vault. Geez, and I don't know what you're not doing with yours. That's before the final purge comes with all the other stuff that I don't care about or need. I mean, and and to be fair, that's what's going to happen to me. Everything that's getting sunset is going to go away. I can't use it again. It's going to go away. Shall I tell you what I've got in my vault? I've got three flavors of Mida mini tools. I have an arc, a solo, and a void version. Because right, I'm hoping same. that the changes that they've mentioned in this twarp will hopefully bring up my Mida mini tools. They may not, but I still have them in all three flavors. So well, what they're they getting do... sunset. Ugh, no, sorry, they're what they're going to do with the Mida multi tool and Mida mini tool. So the Mida mini tool was part of, I think it was the initial quest steps on the EDC, and it was one of the rewards that you got. You could then yeah. get the Callus Mini Tool, which was the updated version with different perks. Yeah. And because it's synergized with the Mida Multi-Tool, you could only kind of use the Callus, Mon- Callus Mini Tool, which I think was only Solar. Originally, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think only where, where they changed the, the different burns on it, you couldn't have the different burns on it. It was like an intrinsic trait to work with the Mida Mini Tool and Mida Multi-Tool. So they've right. moved the Mida Synergy trait to its intrinsics. So it's similar to how the Baroque version worked with the Sturm and Drain. They've added the following perks, Hit Fire Grip and Kill Clip. So they want you to be aware that there is an issue with masterworking on this weapon that's prevented it from being upgraded. There will be a fix coming later. The Gunsmith will be selling a version of this weapon on November 10th with no infusion cap. So I think... The mini the mini tools because i think what they're going to do with the sturm and drang is again they're going to bring the pairing because it's an exotic pairing that enhances the exotic weapon they can't leave those weapons that were well, they could it would just not make any sense but yeah yeah continue that, you know they were going to be initially t- sunset at 1060 but they can't really do that if they were going to keep the pairing so they're going to bring them up and the same with the sturm and the drang so they've moved the Dreng uh, together forever trait to its intrinsic perk. So it's just in, baked in that weapon, uh, similar to how the Baruch version worked. They've added the following perks, accurized rounds and moving target. And again, there's an issue with it masterworking that they'll fix later. And I'm talking gunsmith, about the Dreng. Yes. And there's going to be uh, a static roll. Yeah. Okay. And the gunsmith will be selling a version of this weapon on November 10th with no infusion cap. You say a version. Is it going to be the God Roll version, or is it just going to be whatever they feel like? Well, it's going and to be this new... roll it? It's going to be this new... No, you can't re-roll things. It's going to be this new version with the accurized rounds and the moving target for the Drain, and the hit fire grip and kill clip for the Mida mini tool. And that's the submachine gun and the sidearm. That's a shame, though, because I really, really like my roll with surrounded and threat detector. It's And high caliber rounds. I really really like that i can't even begin to tell you how much i like that do you like it in pvp or pve um actually it does work in pv uh p and i haven't really used it in pve now that you mention it but well, PvP, you go, it you does work use it in pvp quick play i guess so outside yeah. that no apparently <laughs> 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 it. it's your turn to upset him even more uh, so I'm far, sure. you guys haven't really said anything upsetting, though. So I'm I mean... not sure this will do, but the, the Runus Effigy, they're taking the transmutation spheres and reducing the damage of the aerial melee attack by 25%. Oh my god, what? No! 
They're also significantly reducing the, the damage of the drain effect on enemy combatants. So the drain will work less. The aerial melee attack will be 25% less effective. And uh, yeah, so they've ruined the ruinous effigy. Yeah, they did. That brand new exotic that was really good, and I loved it. You already killed it. You already yeah. killed it. Just transmutations for your side, so you can still you know, run around and shoot people with it the same That's way. That's the best part is the transmutation <laughs> sphere, dude. <laughs> Other than that, it's just it's just another freaking um, uh, trace rifle, and not even a good one at that. You know, Jesus. So what, what you're saying, what's what you're saying is they had a, a an exotic weapon with a cool exotic unique perk that they've now ruined. Yes, as usual. <laughs> Take a drink. Uh, the Arbalest is no longer, it no longer sh- strikes the shield multiple times, but its efficacy against shielded targets has been increased. Although it sounds like if it's no longer hitting multiple times, it's been decreased, but sure, you can tell us whatever you like, Bungie. <laughs> unless they, unless they doubled that initial round damage, it's a nerf. So. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and, and finally, the Jade Rabbit, the armor piercing rounds are now swapped to high caliber rounds. And this fixes an issue that can prevent the exotic perk from triggering. So the Jade Rabbit will now actually be able to, uh, you know, do a Jade Rabbit thing. Stagger, that's been, yeah. been broken for how many years now, it feels well, like? I mean, if you think about it, they just made it better, in my opinion, right? Because it's mainly used in PvP, right? In PvP, you don't care about shield piercing. You care about staggering your opponents, which is what these high-cal rounds are going to do. So it's going to stagger the opponent. And 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 now proc it's it's Jade Rabbit perk so yeah and, and and that perk which is the fate of all fools you can chain body shots to gain bonus damage on your next precision shot and return ammo to the magazine so it will again actually do the thing it's supposed to do yeah so we might see a, a resurgence in that when the scout rifles get their buff so now we're moving on to the lighthouse and respawn is going to tell you all about adept. Where am I reading this at? Oh, there it is. I, no, that's adaptive. Blah. Scroll um, down so you see the prettiest scrolling. Cyrus. There it is. All right. Uh, adept. Before we let our friends on the dev team go, we have a few more details concerning weapons to share with you. A few months back, we announced that the return of the adept weapons in, to the trials experience. Today, we'll be spending some time getting you reacquainted with these tools of destruction and how we're laying the groundwork for future Adept weaponry. While these weapons are similar in name to the Adepts of Destiny 1, there are some added elements to embrace the weapon systems of Destiny 2. And with that, we pass the mic back to the dev team to give you a full rundown. So Respawn, just give us a quick overview of what the Adept weapons were in Destiny 1 and how you could acquire those and where you could acquire those from. You can only acquire them by visiting the lighthouse not the tower (laughs) and by getting a flawless card right so if you had any losses on your card and you made it to the lighthouse i don't think you could get an adept weapon you had to have a flawless card and get to the lighthouse in order to roll for one of these adept weapons if i'm not mistaken could be wrong um what what does the adept part of it mean the adept part it, it it makes it better than it's not adept in one way, shape, or form by either adding a perk or making one of its perks better. Okay. So yeah. originally, when it was an adept weapon, I believe it had a burn on it. They had different burns, didn't they? So they you could get the the weapons in arc, solo, or void in your primary slot. Mm-hmm. 
And the only other way to get those weapons was from doing the raid. So you could get like all the raid weapons would come, the primary ones would come with uh, an elemental burn on them. They would be fixed, but it kind of broke Destiny 1 with the fact that you could have elements in all three slots. So they decided to make primary weapons kinetic rather than uh, have them have a burn on. So it sounds like they might be doing that now. But then what they changed in Destiny 1 is they changed it, like Respawn said, they gave the weapons an extra perk rather than giving them a burn later on down the line. And you could only get those weapons from doing Trials of Osiris. Right. Um, okay, so dev team, beginning of Beyond Light, all existing Trials weapons have adept versions. Our intent is for all new Trials weapons to have an adept version in the future. With their infusion caps matching the season they were introduced in. For our first round of adepts, their infusion caps will be set to that of the Season of the Worthy. Additionally, we'll be introducing adept weapon mods into the sandbox in Beyond Light, which can only be applied to adept weaponry. Adept weapons, here we go. Here's how adept weapons differ from the base weapon. When you masterwork an adept weapon, it grants additional stats. You get the base 10 for the primary stat, which is usual, but in addition, you get plus three for all of the other stats as well. So you get, you get a bonus to all of them. Your main one by 10, all the others by three. Adept weapons can also use either a standard weapon mod or the new adept weapon mod earned while going flawless. Sorry, when, not while. When going flawless. A unique adept shader has been made for these weapons. Note. These shaders are not awarded as consumable when dismantling an adept weapon. As such, they cannot be applied to other pieces of gear. The adept weapon mods. These come in two varieties. The weapon stat boost, each of which, each of which grants plus 10 to a particular stat in a similar way to a masterwork does. An example, you can get an adept range, which adds plus 10 range. So if you have an adept scout rifle that has plus 10 to reloading, well, now you have plus 10 to reloading and plus 10 to range and plus 3 to everything else. So now that I say that, I'm starting to get a little depressed. Um, versions of some existing mods granting an improved bonus, but with a downside. Base version of the mod explained below. Adept mag is plus 40 to the magazine but negative 20 to handling. The backup mag is just a plus 30 to the magazine. So this is similar to how they've introduced those new perks with Iron Banner, where it gives Mm -hmm. you a plus in something, but then also takes something else away. So it'll give, I think, people... uh, It'll make people farm the weapon a lot more, and these mods a lot more, won't it? Because you'll have to mix and match and try and get the best ver- version or the best role of that weapon. Yeah, I, I was already having Jeez. nightmares with their, like, you know, adept summoners with range range on it and everything else. So I'm glad there is a trade-off and it's not just better and better and better and better and better, because that's sort of where we got to in Destiny 1 is people that had, you know, all the trials gear, the adept trials weapons, it, it was it was sort of like, you know, back when you know, Recluse or Luna's Hell and Not Forgotten were at their height. You just have a legitimately better weapon than everybody else in the game. And there's not a lot you could do about it. So I'm glad there's at least, you know, again, they've learned from their 
we made weapons really, really powerful, and then it sort of ruined everyone's experience. I'm glad they've sort of learned from that, and now there's, you know, you can make this good, but there are some trade-offs. It's just better, better, better up to 11. The hell? Well, someone breaking your No, freaking... My table just did a thing. Continue. Continue. It is the spooky season, so clearly you have ghosts. I guess so. Moving on. To acquisition, I guess. Yep. All right. Um, to earn adept weapons and adept weapon mods, players must complete a flawless trials passage and open the flawless chest at the lighthouse. Each week, a different adept mod can drop from the flawless chest. Adept weapon mods will be on a weekly rotation, so a given mod may not make its appearance until later in the season. The mod is unlocked for use on owned adept weapons when acquired. Adept weapons will be available from the flawless chest on a bi-weekly basis alternating with armor drops. The first adept weapon acquired on a given week is a pinnacle drop. Adept weapons will be on a set rotation, so players may continue to earn alternate roles on specific adept weapons when completing flawless passages throughout a given weekend. As you can see, for those who reach the lighthouse, your loot is about to get a little more spicy. While Adept Rewards are coming first, we also have a Trials Armor Refresh planned for a future season. After the Stardust... Yeah, Stardust... Has settled from Beyond Light. And with that, we come to an end of our sandbox previews leading up to Beyond Light. Some of you may be asking, wait a minute, what about the abilities? In three short weeks, the abilities you've come to know and master will be challenged by the Darkness. Stasis will make its debut, bringing a new flavor of combat to the sandbox. The team will be watching closely as you embark on your first strikes, gambit matches, crucible exercises to see how your abilities stack up against each other. It's going to be a wild time, and we're excited to see the light clash with the dark. I still continue to sometimes forget we're getting a new subclass in this. <laughs> like, I know it's coming. I'm aware of it. I'm excited for it. But every now and again, there's like, yeah, Stasis is coming. It's like, Oh, right. That's that's now. I feel like when they first talked about it, it was so far in the future, but now, no, in, in a few short weeks, we will, we will be able to freeze all the things. So, how do you guys feel about the changes to Trials, Trials Weapons? Is it going to incentivize you guys to actually go and play Trials? Or is it just going to go, it's going to make the better players even better, because they can get X amount of perks on the second one. weapons? <laughs> I, I thought it was just me. It's just... I know that I can't get to the lighthouse. I know I'm not going to be able to get these adept weapons. No. So when I make play better players even better. quick play, those gods will just be throwing down lightning and killing me mm -hmm. instantly with their new adept weapons. And it's going to be hard to play against. That's, yeah. In I, PvP, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm even less likely to play PvP now. Yeah, I, I feel, again, I'm, I'm pleased that at least there is a little bit of trade-off. Again, there's... There's still going to be amazing weapons in the hands of players because they've gone to the lighthouse or been carried to the lighthouse. You're going to have people with just legitimately better guns. But I'm pleased in that at least there will be some trade-offs. Hmm. So, I mean, no, again, it, it's, it's not as bad as I was fearing, but again, 
it's like when when Bungie announces Trials news, I go, that's great. You know, I, I will continue to jump in periodically. You know, like we've done to earn our summoner and our our Astral Horizon, and say, hey, this is the this is the the reward for doing the bounty. I'll jump in to do that sometimes, or if I actually find uh, you know two fine suckers to play with and say, oh, let's go play some Trials. Yeah, I'll jump in and have a have a laugh and have a good time with it, and it'll be what it is. Or we'll get stomped for ninety minutes and get a reward out of it, and then go do something else. Yeah it, yeah, it doesn't really change my how I feel about it at all. Because, again, well, it's, it's not entirely true. It, now I'm no. more likely to pay somebody to take my account to the, <laughs> to the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I am, I guess I'm pleased for those folks who do, you know, who do enjoy trials and want to play trials. It gives them something to play for and that it sort of, you know, keeps them into the, in the game. And, and cause I mean, Trials on Twitch brings people to the game. Trials yeah. carries are fun to watch. Is it is exciting gameplay. It's you know it's what was putting Destiny on the map on Twitch in D one. It is fun to watch that stuff. It, does it affect me as as a regular player? No. Other than no. I have just one more set of guns to have to worry about. I mean, at least at least these guns I know, and I sort of know you know I know the summoner is going to be good. I'm pleased that the summoner did get did get a nerf in this season. You know, again, good players are still going to play with guns and they're going to be really good with them. But yeah, th- does this really change how most people I think feel about trials? No, not in the slightest. No. Well, you say thing, that. And as long as people don't start this whole, remember D1? Oh, you can't do this raid unless you have the Gallahorn. Well, I don't know what kind of changes these adept weapons are going to get or what some of these mods are going to be. So if I start to see some of this, oh no, we're, you can't do the you're not going to join us for this raid unless you have, you know, the adept weapon with this particular mod, you know, if I start seeing that the urge to uninstall is going to get real strong real quick. Yeah. but I, I mean, are any of the trials weapons good in PVE now, particularly PVE, I mean, uh, the summoner auto rifle is pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, but is that because it's a really good 600 RPM auto rifle that isn't going to spot right now? Or is it just because that particular weapon is particularly good in PVE or in raids. Let's just say um, raids. And, you know, okay. I ask because you know I don't I don't have the time to raid, so I'm asking it. You know I haven't heard of any of these being like, oh, you know the Scholar Scout rifle. You know that's absolutely phenomenal. Or oh the whatever the name of the fusion rifle is, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely amazing right now. And you know I haven't. Heard well, well, again, right now, no. But we also don't have the adept versions of these yet either. So who knows how that's going to change? Yeah, but even so, I don't see that. You know, of all the stuff in the game, of all the exotics, of all the weapons, I you know, even if they are particularly good at, you know, they get a little stat boost here and there, it's not going to change them so drastically that I think they're going to be, you know, required for PvE content. Yeah, will they be good? Sure. But yeah, I don't think they're going to be, you know, they're not going to be the Gallahorns. I'm going to say that now. And I'm I'm thinking the same thing. I'm also thinking the same thing. I'm just saying I hope. Beyond hope, it doesn't come to that because I don't know how these are going to evolve, especially with the new sandbox and the new this and that and the other. But I don't want to see that. Is 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 what I'm getting to. Yeah, I hope no, they don't yeah. make them that strong that they do start to bleed over into PvP related events. Uh, I think I, I'm going to think Bungie <laughs> has started to learn their lesson on making things just like the absolute best weapon in the game, full stop, in every activity. I think that they're starting to learn, or 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 if there is something approaching that power, 
at least it's an exotic. At least it's got some, you know, some trade-offs. It's not just, you know, it's not a recluse that just you can bring into anything and you're immediately better. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see how it turns out, but yeah, I, I don't think that's, that's not where my fear comes from. <laughs> I see this as a change to get the players that like playing it, like the streamers and the hardcore trials fans to stay in the game modes longer because they slowly dropped off in the last couple of months and trials has slowly been dying. And they tried to reinvent it by doing like what parody said with the engram that you can go in and get your engram, but that's not getting the regular players to stay in there that long, you know, like 90 minutes as parody said, and then you're out again. I think this is a good change to keep the interest in trials going, but it's not good for the average player to go, hey, I might actually be able to get to the lighthouse and actually do this. And I understand, as we've said many a time, that it is a pinnacle activity. And yes, you sh- you know, the, the best of the best should be able to get to the pinnacle activities. But that's not the case in the rest of the game. You know, the best of the best don't complete the raids all the time. You can find a good group that would help take you to finish the end of the raid, take you through the Garden of Salvation, get you divinities, all this kind of stuff. It's a team-based game, and I see that that they should make, they should do something with trials that would give the opportunity for just the less average players to still get a chance to go to the lighthouse to earn these weapons because. If that was the case, you would find a lot more people playing trials at the weekends. Like we said, with the suggested a couple of months back, that you have the different brackets. So once you've actually gone to the lighthouse for that week, you are then out of that bracket and you are in the separate bracket of, hey, I've gone to the lighthouse. My account says it's gone to the lighthouse. I can now play in this other bracket against all the other players that I'd normally play against, taking me out of the, the, the bigger pool where there'll be lesser average players that might actually get a chance to win a few more games and get better and progress over weeks and weeks and weeks and maybe get a chance to get to the lighthouse. I think that would be a better improvement overall to give more people the more chances to get to the lighthouse. It doesn't have to be this exclusive, you know, club that you can belong to, or you have to go and get a streamer to take you to the lighthouse, or you have to pay somebody, or you have to find people on LFG that will carry you to that. I I think that it should be something that is achievable, but that's my two cents on it. I think maybe we should move on. I I, I am super curious though, with, you know, Bungie going after some of the cheating, does this make trials better on the pc side you know will there be i know they've been you know waging war on the cheaters for a while but after you know directly going after some of these apps and stuff does that you know do you see sort of like a day one increase you know like is trials better this weekend than it has been in a while will it be better come november because i'm sure there's more steps they're taking i think that would be a good change and i think it's you know this is good i'm happy this is a good change for the health of destiny overall I'm happy that they're doing this for the health of Destiny as a game. You know, not every change has to be good for me personally. I'm happy that Destiny as a game overall is getting better and, you know, people are able to enjoy those game modes. Yeah, would be nice to have more people to raid with on PC, that's for sure. So, oh, by, by the way, um, sorry, uh, to let you two know, it has been confirmed that on the 21st, I will be helping with the day one raid. So, scheduling conflicts are not a thing. I have been invited to be part of the team, and we are going to have some footage of day one raid streaming and recorded. So, 
That's you cute. can watch us suffer and laugh. And we will. <laughs> I bet you will. Especially you, man. You're one of the worst <laughs> ones when it comes to commenting and laughing whenever we struggle. Hey. Yes. Uh, sorry. I'm here, I'm here for the good times. Whether they're good times for everybody or just me, I'm having a good time. It's a game. <laughs> right. <laughs> so continuing on, we have Prime Time Continues. So this week saw another update to the Prime Rewards. So if you have a Twitch Prime account and you link your Bungie.net account, once again, you have the chance to redeem some sweet cosmetic rewards. And one of them is quite exclusive. I have never seen this one before. This is the Sparrow, the Cryptomesian or Cryptomesia Sparrow. So if you are a collector, then this will give you some incentive to go and do this because it's something that hasn't been in the game before. I'm getting it right now. I just need the wife to sign in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You also get Ada One's Lone Wolf Ship. The peerless position ghost shell, and those three are all exotics. And then you get the flare gun emote, which is a legendary. Yeah, I think this is the first time they've put actual new content into one of these drops. Because up until now, it's been it's been all you know weapons or armor or emotes and stuff from the game itself. So it's sort of exciting to see something you know something brand new come to one of these. So parody, are there any issues in the game? Mm-mm. Nope. You ask me every week and everything's fine. Oh, good. Um, is there anything that we need to tell the players from the player support reports? Is there uh, even a player support report this week? I, I don't think I don't think we've got much support as players this week. We did get a hot fix earlier in the week, so you know, four days ago on a good old Tuesday, as we record this, so Tuesday, October twentieth, we did get a uh, the hot fix two dot nine dot two dot two, which for all you Korean folks, you do have your Korean voiceover for your Nocris interference missions. So if you don't have the subtitles on, you can actually figure out what's going on. And for everyone, if you're actually going to the Haunted Forest thinking, I'm going to get some good drops out of this chest and they're all dropping at 750, allegedly they're no longer dropping at 750. So they should drop actually at your light level once you finish your Haunted Forest. And that was the hotfix. And well, we do have a we do have a small report from our player support folks this week. Uh, the interference loop triumph. So, due to the extension of the season of arrivals, the Nocris encounter for the interference quest will remain for the remainder of the season. This means players who have missed a previous interference encounter will be unable to access those encounters, and will be unable to claim the interference loop triumph. So basically what this means is the Nocris encounter will be the Nocris encounter for the next couple weeks. It's not changing. It's no longer rotating. It's sticking at that encounter. So if you miss something that's not Nocris, like I most likely have, because I think I've done like two of these all season, you will not be able to complete it. Don't try. Don't bother. It's going to be Nocris from now till November 10th. And as we approach November 10th, with the start of year four, lots and lots of things are going away. Lots of trials, lots of triumph. I'm sorry, lots of titles, lots of triumphs, lots of weapons. So if you're working on any of these titles, make sure you equip them and unlock them. Claim them before November 10th. And really, let's be honest, do it before November 8th. Because you'll think you'll have till the 9th and you won't remember what the time is. So do them by November 8th. The Shadow Rises, which is the Shadow title. Reckoner, the Reckoner title. 
Black Armory, the Blacksmith title, the Destinations, Wayfarer title, Lore, the Chronicler title, and the Season of Arrivals, Forerunner title are all going away. So if you're trying to finish any of those, we're getting down to the wire. Got to get that stuff done. And, you know, as always, we'll link to the big giant list of Year 4 Triumphs update help article that lists all the things going away. Also a good time to claim things on your season pass as we get toward the end of the season. Now we do have a couple of known issues. So the convergence ornament for the transversive steps clips through the front of some warlock robes. So your fashion game, not quite on point. They are investigating an issue where the ashen wake can cause damage to allies. So be careful where you're punching with the ashen wakes because you can hurt your friends. And the unbridled enthusiasm in Exotic E-Boat is not playing audio as intended. So I guess it's more of a bridled enthusiasm. Yeah. And that is, uh, the Ashen Wakes are the Titan Gauntlets, right? I'm not, I'm not making that up or am I completely wrong? No, that's right. No, that's the Titan Gauntlets. So for now, Titans, keep punching away. Punch the enemy, punch your friends, punch your family. Just keep punching. And that's that's the extent of our new issues. As always, we'll link the known issues list in the bungee in the show notes to Bungie because well there's a bunch of ongoing issues, but we cover those already and they aren't new, so we're not gonna tell you about them every week. Because we like you more than that. And yeah, that's the end of our player support report. So a patch, a couple things, reminder that the season's ending, and uh, our show might be might be you know hitting its midway point here in our six-hour extravaganza. <laughs> well, they do have a few things to round out the twelve this week because they've got a lot of questions from the community, and they said that they will try and address as many things in the next couple of weeks as possible. But before they go, they've been seeing a lot of questions about how the bounties are going to work and the currencies progression system something they want to kind of get out there at the moment is most of the bounties will stay intact but any bounties tied to a specific seasonal activity content entering the dcv will be removed on november 10th so examples include black armory so that's black armory bounties anything even if you're trying to hang on to i think there's the, the weekly one that you can get from ada turn that one in the gambit prime ones Fess of the Lost Bounties. Uh, any additional bounties that grant progress towards infamy, valor may negatively impact your powerful rewards, which doesn't really mean a thing because you're not really hoarding them for the powerful rewards. You're hoarding it for the XP. So don't really worry about that. So they, they will be limited to the Season of Arrival's power level. I think they we found that out last season. Some of the Gambit rewards that if you hold on to them, they give you the XP, but they'll also drop you a couple of weapons or armor from them as well so they will be capped at season of arrivals but i'm guessing you know like we said before hold on to um regular gambit hold on to crucible strikes uh gunsmith ones but anything else maybe some of the planet ones that you could probably hang on to if you've still got say edz nessus you could probably go and pick up those daily ones and hold on to those for some extra xp if you're if you've got some spaces but yeah everything else turn in or hold on to it because if you haven't turned it in now and you don't really care about the xp what's it going to hurt if you you know hold on to it 
because they might not take it out. Or just talk to you fresh and play it fresh and not worry about anything because it's a game. No. Play it. Enjoy it. No, there's always preparation that needs to be done. No, because what what are you preparing for? I'm preparing to enjoy another season of the game. I'm not I'm not day one raid racing. I'm not doing anything exciting. Oh God, I gotta do that, don't I? <laughs> As the light bulb goes off in his head, oh, what have I agreed to? <laughs> I don't believe there is any respawns report roundups this week. There hasn't been. There is none this week. Yeah, she's uh, she's um, slacking a little bit, huh? Yeah, I don't know if there's been a houndish video in the last hour or two that we've been doing this. Um, normally well, you've been here, so how could you? Unless you've finished rendering it. <laughs> normally, he has one up <laughs> as we're doing this. Do that again for the people, for science. What? I, I can't do it like you did. The, the, the laugh. Do the laugh. laugh. No, that was not the same. Disappointing. <laughs> I, I don't know what laugh you want me to do. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's gone. You've ruined it's it. It's gone. Oh, good. My day is ruined. Oh, there's not, not going to be any law today, but hopefully, yeah. not off, we'll record with us at some point and we might have an extra episode out for you this week. Touch wood. Maybe not. Maybe it be out the week after. Yeah. So. Let's move on to tips, tricks, guides, and builds, as Respawn hasn't got anything else to say. Not today. As yet. There may be some stuff later. Maybe. So I want to give a shout-out to Voodoo in 88 from the Cade Spicy Ramen Smugglers, from Not Ask Clan, basically. Because I've been backwards and forwards over the last couple of weeks trying to get some people to do the Niobe Labs quest with me. And... I thought it was the mysterious datapad quest that's in my inventory. But it turns out, after a lot of conversation and a lot of working out, there are actually two quests that you can kind of do, or two missions that you can do with the Niobe Labs. And at the time, I was aware of them when they came up, but then they kind of been pushed to the back burner. And I wanted to kind of get them done before the end of the season. Now, the one that I thought was the one that I was talking about, which I thought was the mysterious datapad quest, was that you had to go to the Niobe Labs, you start off an, an encounter, you then kill some baddies, shoot some symbols, and that goes for about seven different waves until you kind of get to the end and you have to kill, um, I can't remember the name of the, the big bad from the um, Niobe Labs, but you then kill the big bad and it gives you an exotic ghost. And originally, I thought that it was an exotic ghost and a an emblem for it. But it turns out that there's two different parts to the Niobe Labs. And Voodoo in 88 kind of helped clear this up for me because he was saying, oh, I've soloed that. And I'm like, how have you soloed that? That that requires you to have a team of three people because you all need to be staying on different things, shooting different symbols. And what he was talking about was the the um, just the mysterious datapad quest, which basically you can go in and do solo. You do need the bow the sniper and the machine gun from the bridges and a full set of armor. And what you have to do is you go in, start the activity up, shoot some symbols, kill some taken, I believe it is. And uh, you have to have the Izin Army's burden, which then gives you the mysterious datapad quest. Shoot a symbol at the end of it all, and then you then go to 
all the different forges and as long as you complete the forges with the full set of armor and i believe it's a full set of black armory weapon set as well complete that in each of the forges you'll be rewarded with an emblem and this goes along with i think there was three or four other emblems that you could earn and Datto has a video for this on how to get the secret emblems from each forge and this final mysterious datapad quest but then Jarv has the Niobe Torment which is what they did to initially unlock the Niobe Labs and the Guzia Forge I think it was was the last one was that right guys was it god I can't remember it sounds right okay it's it yeah it's the forge on the EDC that's to to start the mysterious datapad quest anyway this is again you have to go to the niobe labs you pull a lever shoot some symbols and then you have seven different waves of different bosses to kind of kill and some of the rooms cut off you then have to be really quick at shooting the symbols again some of them you have to kind of jump in the air and shoot there's a whole thing to do for it and jarv has a video on that so if you are missing those two things you can get an exotic ghost from the niobe labs by following the niobe torment jar video or if you just want a couple of emblems and if you have got the weapons or if you've got a full set you can do the mysterious datapad quest there's a secret emblem for that and the other four emblems from the different forges you can collect so those those two videos somebody i came across this week uh doing it's like beyond light prep videos was abby hour now she's done a like a, a long video on vault and inventory management with the destiny item manager so she goes into a, a guide of how to use it so this is a good one for you respawn as you are new to destiny item manager this week in all the different functions <laughs> it can actually do it isn't something personally i'm going to be doing but maybe if you are looking at your inventory thinking i have got way too much stuff abby al's got a really good video for you to kind of look at what is going away and what you can kind of subsection to delete and go through so i recommend watching that one yeah 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 and then i I want to give a shout out to my friend cheese bless him this i was trying to do a crown of sorrow raid because what i realized was i'm missing one piece of armor from i think it's my warlock set and my titan set and i didn't realize until looking through the triumphs that when you complete a full set you get the law pages for completing a set and i'm missing one law page from the crown of sorrow menagerie kind of hunt of law pages and it's going away like when beyond light drops and in doing my research i believe that it's because i need the full set of armor so it's the chest piece on my titan and the helmet on my warlock so i picked up an lfg group and the guys were like oh no can you post to see if anybody else would join so I posted, you know, looking for X amount of players. Can somebody help? Cheese forever turns up to come and help me. Bless no. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't go very well. We both, <laughs> oh, no. We both left within 10 minutes because there was an obvious troll in the group that was just deliberately starting oh. off the encounters and just being, and, and, <sighs> yeah. And you could tell he was. He was going, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. But he was doing you could tell he was muting and, and deliberately laughing so both cheese and i left and i found another group but oh. shout out to him for just jumping in and trying to give me a hand trying to do something um and i think a lot of youtubers could learn from that it's just that if there are a lot more people out there with their communities at the moment rather going off and playing other games that interest you maybe you could have done 
you know, starting up groups of, you know, let's get more people through this, more, more people doing these triumphs, more people doing this, which would have been really helpful for Beyond Light kind of capping off some of these triumphs. It would have been really nice to see that. And again, a big thank you for Cheese for trying to come and help me to yeah. do this. I mean, especially, especially with the new light, right? Especially with new light going on. Yeah, all these YouTubers might have completed all this content years ago or whatever, right? Exactly. But a lot of these new light players haven't. They could have made very specific, hey, if you're new light and you need help, boom, here. Or they could have just gone in an LFG, right, and made a post that says helping new light players get past whatever, mm -hmm. you know? I have, I, to be honest, I have seen a couple of other smaller YouTubers doing that. I think there was, I can't remember their names, but they, they've been on my feeds helping, like, different people. So it's it's not all of them, but, you know, it would have just been nice to see a lot more people going, you know, we're going to start up a community of Sherpas and we're going to try and run as many people through as many triumphs before Beyond Light hits rather than go, well, I'm done with Destiny until kind of Beyond Light drops. You know who's not done with Destiny, though? And who's around helping people? Beach. <laughs> Guardian Downcast and the Guardian Hub. And you can you know check that check them out at lfg.frozen.party, and that's always frozen with a zero. That'll bring you to our hundred IO group that you know is very active, and people are throwing stuff in all the time. You can join you one of their discords because we don't have a discord because we're antisocial luddites who don't who don't talk to other people. But if you're looking for these things, we have a discord, but there's no other people in it. Just just the three of us. This is how we grow. No, not us, not two titans and a hunter, but we have a, we have two discords actually. The one where we're all linked with the Guardian down and everybody else, right? That's one. And then there's just the Frozen Discord. So they're out there. I don't know what you're referring to. So if you're again, if you're looking for, you know, trying to get stuff done, looking for raid groups, looking for Sherpas, looking just to say, hey, I'm trying to do a thing, no matter what platform you're on, you know, go check out the hunter.io group. Maybe you like us, maybe you like Guardian Downcast, maybe you like Guardian Hub. We're all good people. We're all out playing the game. We're all having a good time. But you know, there's tons of people out who are doing things. And 100IO is a great place, even if you don't join our group, it's, it's a great place just to find a group of people to play with. That's how most of us met. That's how most of our client got together. Yep. Is being 100IO and being like, oh, you're a reasonable human. I made it through a raid with you, and I don't want to throw things at your face. Oh, yeah. First of all, you just said this is how we met and followed it up with you're a reasonable human being. I'm in this clan. <laughs> so, I mean, one of these things is not true. I think you were accidentally <laughs> muted through the whole raid. Oh, that absolutely could have been it. Yeah, I mean, this guy's I mean, really quiet. He's really nice. Let's invite him. Yeah. He's, he's competent at raids. Oh, wait. Oops, I had him muted. Oh, my God. Reasonable human being after, like, you know, six hours of struggling through something, you know, that bar gets lower and lower as the night goes oh. on. Oh, <laughs> come on! Yeah, but, but no. Uh, I mean, the point is, you know, there are you know there are people out there, plenty of people who don't have you know big YouTube followings who are not you know trying to trying to do this for all the content that are out there looking to help people out with stuff. Um, yeah. Not us because we're busy and exhausted. But you know, people who who don't have as grueling real jobs or are you know, I don't know where I'm going with this. There are people out there who are absolutely, you know, <laughs> making LG groups who will help you through the content. And it's a game. Go have fun. Go play. And to be honest, we, we do help out quite a bit. Like, um, uh, 
Fuzzco has me helping out our Aussie friends across the the world. So, I mean, apparently distance is no option. So if you need help, just reach out and uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do to help you out, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fuzzco, I think yeah, he's been running all sorts of people. I, I was looking at my little folder of uh, files that he he lovingly dumps me as he, as you guys are doing these raids. Yeah, get. Mm-hmm. He got divinity for kitten and somebody the other night, and I know he's. I know he's, you guys have done a number of divinities, getting people their divinities, and I know you've been doing all sorts of stuff. So yeah. I, I'm really curious to watch the uh, the fuzz and peace fail to teach spire of, spire of stars. So I'm looking forward mm. to that. That is. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's I, I be a headache, that, man. I looked for that for the podcast this week, and I'm like, I'm not sure if that's what people want to watch, but I hadn't. I think the one where he got uh, divinity for I can't remember who the two people were was like right about the exact size I needed. So I was like, that'll work beautifully. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're looking for PC rating, go you know hit up Respawn, hit up Fusco. They will take you through a competent raid. Just don't look for don't look for that on Xbox. We have no competency here. That's yeah, not that's, true. That's that's where you I'm have you have Night Demon. Yeah, I'm <laughs> myself. Yeah, but you're you're competent-ish as long as you look, 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 look. If you're if you're being his Sherpa, okay, what you need to do for him very specifically is tell him what not to do to get him through, and then he'll do the exact opposite, and then everybody's happy. That's just you, really. No, that's no. Bef- before we divert into other different things, I just want to finish off my tips tricks. So, Cheese Forever this week has got the platinum rewards without killing all the champions in the grand form nightfalls the the nightfalls he's got a cheese for you for that there is also a cheese for the leviathan gauntlet so that's an easy arrow shooting in that and there are two free emblems that you can collect now from the bungie.net page rewards by entering the codes and the codes are kind of just um they're reusable basically so Everybody in the community is using these codes to get the two new emblems for Beyond Light. One of them is the uh, Crynotics and the Gellion's Excursion. Mm -hmm. So those are the two emblems. You won't be able to get them in game now, but they will drop when Beyond Light goes live. I think these came from the collector's editions that have been sent out the last couple of weeks. Um, I believe Datto did an unboxing of the Beyond Light and there was codes in there. And you can use them time and time again. So Cheese has got a video for that with the codes in. And he's got an easy triumph for the Relay Rally Cheese in the Garden of Salvation. So if you are struggling with that, there's um, a cheese for you for that. And then I want to give a shout out to the two guys that helped me doing Zero Hour this week. So I'm finally going for my catalyst for my Outbreak Prime, which requires each week for the next three weeks anyway because there's different burns you've got void solar and arc we did the arc burn this week with entering all the 49 codes so thank you very much to tommy ragemore and al capone who have taken my name down and assured me they've assured me that they will pick me up again next week to do the solar week and then hopefully i can tap them up for the following week for the void but if not i will be struggling to do that next (laughs) week as well as my final week on my Whisper mission to get my ship, because that's another thing that's outstanding. So next week, my priorities are Whisper, Outbreak, maybe some Crucible stuff to get that Crucible 50 Triumph score, and then 
if I still have time and I'm alive from not doing too much housework, <laughs> jobs and chores, then try and go for the Gambit Reckoner. But I think, like you said, Parody, I think that's one I'm going to have to give up on because I've left it too late to do all the different things, even though, thank you to... I just need to find... Well, while you're looking for that, uh, no, a bit of an no, update. No, no. <laughs> so thank you to Matt on Podbean, <laughs> who suggested the Trinity Ghoul with the Catalyst would work in the Gambit for wrecking loads of ads. So thank you very much. Oh, we will try no. that. I told you that months ago. No. Absolute BS. Because whenever we no. were talking to somebody else about no. the arrow kills to get the freaking to get the freaking uh the gambit bow, I flat out said the best way to get multi kills in gambit, bar one is a trinity ghoul. You lying? No, because yes. you didn't tell me when yes. I was no, telling yes. you guys last Lies. week Lies. before I was struggling. I, I told you months ago. We're trying to get my I told you middle. months ago. Months no, ago. No. Yes. Yes, you may you have sir, to go and get a that is the same. No. Look, this is no. what America no. split from you no. because you can't be no. trusted. You're a liar. You do not give people credit for what they've earned. How so am I lying? Because I told you months ago. You... It's recorded. We recorded it. And here I thought we had all the respawn anger we were going to get from this episode. What a gift. It is on a podcast. People have told me they heard it on a podcast. We're like, hey, thanks for the freaking the update about the Trinity Ghoul. I, I wouldn't have thought about that. Uh, uh, you know, you liar. Lies. No. You liar. That's what I'm saying. We have what it on a I'm podcast. Saying is when I discussed it the other week with you guys to say I was struggling with my massacre medals, at no point did you jump in and go, hey, Night Demon, a couple of months ago, I the did mention this exotic dude that would have done hella damage and wreck loads of people don't worry night demon use it no you've had to wait until matt has suggested it to me no, on Podbean no, and because told us, no, and I'm i don't know what the matt hell the massacre metal is me, because i don't memorize me. what every metal is all right i don't know what the massacre oh, metal is God. but if you said hey i'm having a hard time killing people with a bow inside of gambit i'd have been like oh trinity ghoul 100 percent not having you, issues. The fact that you didn't remember. No, the fact that you didn't remember that I said the Trinity Ghoul was great for ad clear inside Gambit when we were talking about how to get the Gambit bow. That is your fault, sir. That is your fault. I put the information out there. It is recorded. Go back and listen to it. You, sir, are a liar. Now, the other guy who reminded him about something I already said. I'm not trying to take this from you. Thank you for reminding our fearless, forgetful leader about something that he was already told. And where could people go back to find this information? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's the moment we're talking about how to get the, all the freaking um, pinnacle gears from the different things. So sometimes in episode the episodes, Respawn has mentioned this, assuming it made the final cut. Uh, you know, go yeah. I understand me forgetting things, but Damon, for shame. <laughs> Oh, oh, geez. We have been at this for too long. We have. This is, this is the 91st <laughs> episode of this show we've done. This is this is, this is is not right. 92, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah, you're right. It is 92. Yeah. <laughs> you're starting to lose track of the days. Eight more episodes to last than 10. After, after 92 episodes, or 91 episodes, your call has been answered, Parody. You have now got... Quite a few responses for your 
competition for the Ooh. emblem from blue screen, which we won't yeah. go through this week because did you say uh, from blue? Oh, the emblem from blue screen. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like blue screen submitted a bunch by himself. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had even give away now. I want it back, so I'm going to enter my own contest and win it. <laughs> Just like what are you talking about? Anyway, we have got, continue, continue. Go ahead. Yeah, we have got a, a few emails from our listeners. So thank you very much to Donald, Joseph. And don't Ellis. read the guy who said don't read his name. And I don't remember which one that was. No, he said don't say. Oh, okay. Don't share it out. P.S. I wouldn't really read this out loud. So yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say thank you for everyone. I was I was a little sad after the first week. And we had, you know, Benevolent Blues, Benevolent Hue giveaway. And, and then we got no email. So. Clearly, everybody has listened to the show right before the next week's show comes out. Because, we, yeah, in the last couple of days, we've gotten a number of entries. So thank you. We were going to, again, continue to collect those from now until uh, you know until uh, Beyond Light launches. And as a reminder, if you would like a lovely copy of the Benevolent Hue emblem from our Benevolent benevolent Benefactor, Blue Screen 42, uh, just shoot an email to the show and tell us, you know, when was the last time you laughed your head off? Or, you know, when was the time you laughed your head off in Destiny? We want to hear your good times in Destiny. So we will continue to collect those. We'll read your stories. We'll laugh at them. And assuming you don't say, hey, don't read this on the air, we'll uh, we'll, we'll collect our favorites and read them, and uh, we'll send the winner his uh, his or her emblem come uh, Beyond Lightland. The other ones can we read on the air so that, you know, the people have something to hear? Yes, yes. We're, yeah, yeah. We're not just, we're not just going to read a number of them. Okay. Just, yeah, yeah. And, and I will say, you know, someone already has, but I will say if you don't, for whatever story read on the air, uh, tell us that and we won't and respawn doesn't get these emails so i can guarantee you it will not happen yeah because <laughs> we all know if somebody tells respawn not to do something where that's gonna go now i don't know if you guys can see this but we've had a couple of comments on i believe it's apple podcast and they've only just kind of popped through into our feed from uh, an email or a like a, a collator of feedback so we've had a couple of Apple podcasts. So I'm guessing it'll probably be from across your side because I haven't seen any on my side of the pond. Uh, so I, I do apologize if this is you that has, has written into us, put a comment on to say how, how much you like our podcast because it doesn't actually give me the name. It just says a few months ago via Apple podcasts. So good cast, four stars. This would honestly be a five-star review. <laughs> Didn't you this tell would... me to let it go? This, and you're about would... to read it on air? This would be honestly, <laughs> this would honestly be a five star if you got rid of respawn. How could uh, we get rid of respawn? How can you say that about him? Bless him. Like I said at the top of the show, he's Marmite. You either love him or you hate him. But thank you very much for your um, message. Um, <laughs> we do know his quality of audio is garbage most of the time, and yes, he is working on stop interrupting us. So we we just like to reassure you that we're trying to work to get that five star review, or I say one of us is trying to work to get a five star review from don't, you. Right. Don't, don't lie. But to if people. if you can't no, if you can't appreciate the fact that my audio is crap most of the time because I'm traveling, you know, and I'm still trying to give our listeners the show despite our lack of being able to schedule things properly, then you know what? Maybe may, 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 maybe you should go listen to to, to the Guardian Down, huh? 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 What Respawn is trying to say is thank you very much for the four star review. He's not what I'm saying. To get a five star review. I didn't say that. She did. Because all what you just said is edited out. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) 
to mean. I can't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something. Yeah. So, there you go. We're, we're really oh, talking, and, back, no, talking I, back to Night Demon is like fighting Chad in the Haunted Forest. He's going to win in the end. It may be now, it may be later, but he's going to win in the end. Look, you've got to give him a little bit of due to get the five-star review. He's desperate to get this five-star review. Look, give him his due. He shows up every week, no matter where he is in the country. I'll, I'll give the he interrupting thing, but a lot of the times the right audio now. quality right is out of my control. Right now? Interrupting? I'm, tr- I'm trying to praise you for showing up every single week because you are yeah. dedicated to like just being here for the show. And yeah. you know you you do have to put work first, unfortunately. But you show up every week, no matter where you are, airports, hotels. Bless you, you're you're here. And anytime we try and record without him, he's like, "Don't do that without me." And you you see on the show, it's literally live. He will pop in and go, "Well, I'm here now. I'm, I'm recording from my car on the way to the airport." He puts in 110 percent effort. It may not be the best effort, but there's 110 percent effort of showing up right. every week what he said because i love our listeners except for that guy if i could find out who's who sent this i would say thank you to the but you know if you wrote this anyway so the next person is titan is best five stars i am a titan main and of course i love chaperone i got a god roll on my gnawing hunger and it was from listening while playing i'm sure thank you very much for your review forking amazing Five stars. Nice. I almost never write reviews, but you guys do an amazing job. Most other podcasts are more structured. Would you say we are structured? Wait, there is some. There is, <laughs> there is a structure. Um, yeah, I, I, I really love this one. Most other is, podcasts. Is he complimenting our chaos? What? <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Most other podcasts are more structured and have fancy guests. But I like it being the same people all the time. Thank you for all that you've done. Wish you all a great day, especially you, Respawn. Yo, Marmite. So see? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're being praised for the fact that um, our structure is there will be a show. We're inept. <laughs> and more, most likely it will be the same three and now four for the most part. Right. And that's really the only the only thing you can kind of be sure of <laughs> uh, goodness. yeah but thank you everyone for leaving us reviews and and thank you for those of you who i'm sure have left us reviews other places that we don't see because there's about 10 trillion places to leave reviews for podcasts these days because no one's figured that out well i try and link all the different places so that it sends us an email to say like the apple so I do apologize if we've missed it just email us and just tell us how much you love respawn basically and literally I think all the entries that we've had for the competition have gone at the bottom. We love you, respawn. So it, you know, yeah. not a requirement to enter, but you know, the people do love you. I do appreciate that. Yeah, big, 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 big shout outs to everybody who says they love respawn. Uh, although the Titan main man, I think he only said that because he's a Titan main and he knew what was coming. <laughs> he's like, I'm a, I'm a curb the anger after I tell him I'm a Titan main. <laughs> No, that was a different guy, the Titan Man. Oh, was it? Oh, in that yeah. case, um, let me write a colorful review for you, bud. <laughs> don't know who he is, and even if you did know who he was, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just joking. I would never give you guys the time to message you back. <laughs> and th- thank you to Tor McLean who's just discovered that we have a YouTube channel. So we've got another another subscriber to our ranks there. 
I love it. Parody likes collecting you you subscribers over there on the YouTube side of uh, that's right, gameplay. Man. I'm just going to say gameplay because it's just gameplay and yeah, the rest of this podcast. Yeah, our, our goal our, is to get to 69420. If y'all could help us get that, that'd be great. Um, is that a goal? Well, I think we're at 100. Right, what, 100? Uh, 141. Oh, growing. Nice. People somehow basically, I'm pretty sure at this point they're watching, they show up to watch Fusco Raid each week because mm. um, I'll be honest, the YouTube video for last week's episode may have gone up less than 24 hours ago. <laughs> so right. it will go up every week. I just can't guarantee you when it will go up every week. But thank also, you, it- thank you, Fuzzco, and thank you, Night Demon, for continuing to supply footage for this podcast. Because as you know, it can be a little lengthy. So I really appreciate you guys all, you know, recording, streaming, twitching, you know, and taking the gameplay and putting it. You can give it up to the good people and they can enjoy watching something. Listen to us ramble on and on for, you know, now 16 hours in this episode alone. I was going to say thank you to the other YouTube uh, subscribers or followers. So you've got August, Darian, Chris, Connor, Annie, Colin, uh, Don, uh, Felix, Grumpy Three Old Men. I don't know what that is. Michael, uh, Crew to Fire, S. Karaska. Uh, that's yeah, that that name. Um, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> James, Ian, Sean, Ethan, and Tom. Bro, very proper usernames, okay. man. Except for the three grumpy old men. What's going on here? Yeah. Well, uh, thank, thank you to all those guys that have subbed. Uh, <laughs> all those guys. Well, you just got very proper names going on here. The, the, the most important question is that when we do hit those subscriber numbers and those subscriber views, who gets the little YouTube plaque to go in their house? Uh, mm. Me clearly, because you guys have done nothing. That's true. <laughs> done nothing. That's true. Why did you with the footage? <laughs> we can share it. Work his little, we, his little PC we, will, we will work out a timeshare between the two of us, night. No, you got you guys can keep Wait, it over what? there. We're sending. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys. You can just send me a picture of it, and I'll I'll frame the picture or something. Yeah, same. You can keep it since you do all the work. I just want to share the money. You know, I mean, you can keep 50% and split 25 between you me and me. There's no money involved in this yet. Yet is the key word, though. Ever. <laughs> anyway, um, while we're very much off topic, the Amazon Sparrow, um, the particle effects are pretty cool, guys. So if you don't have it, you don't have the Amazon, I recommend it because... You get, uh, in addition to your normal jet that you get coming out, you get little ice particles that are shooting out too, which kind of makes it a little extra dope. So, yeah, I dig it. Go get it. So with that, thank you very much for joining us. Mm-hmm. I think we're done. I think yeah. we've, we've killed it. It's been sufficiently homicided. So, yeah. I'm still thinking that maybe if I could just, I still need to kill like 35 no. high-value no. targets. Just, just, you, just give up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to until literally oh, they turn the servers off. I, I, I absolutely understand that. But I, what I'm also telling you is, thank you for joining us. Your titans are parody and night demon. Your hunter is no one responds in real life. So, Your lore scribe, as he wanders the mists, consulting the great tomes of old, is not Arf. You can email the show, and please do at two titans and a hunter hotmail.com. Enter our contest. Win cool things. 
You can find the show on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter or on Instagram at two Titans and a Hunter all spelled out. We're also on Facebook and YouTube. If you need raid help from the guardian hub or guardian downcast or Fusco, go to lfg.frozen.party or talk to Fusco or respond directly. We're here to offer raid hindrance, trials hurt, and giggling. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, Respawn PC, watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts can be found. And we do have one late-breaking update. We do have one little bit of information from Crota. Crota states, the claim has been made by Guardians, suggesting that I was responsible for the death of hundreds of Guardians. The Hive won't comment on whether these claims are justified. We're sorry for any inconvenience caused to the Worm Gods. And with that, gents, tell the good people goodbye. Deuces. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Um, He and I were having a conversation earlier. I don't know if you remember. Sorry, I forgot, but I just remembered this part of the dream. Is this about the surgeons? No, no, no. no th- this is about um, how I dreamt that you guys were actually recording at 5.30 in the morning and I was late. The mm-hmm. one thing that, that I forgot to mention to you is that Demon actually got, quotes, houndish to be on the show just to finally show us that they are, in fact, not one and the same. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I don't know why that just came to me, but it was a thing. And I was like, what? You're not the real thing. And yeah, no, he was, he was, he was the quote real thing anyway continue go ahead sorry i still think it's hilarious you're having stress dreams about the podcast yeah. stress is a strong word <laughs> <laughs> well having a having a dream about it then waking up and getting to the podcast two hours early then realizing that we're not recording two hours earlier it's kind of yeah.